Why don't she? Oh, Gibson, you got to keep. Gip. Where do you want me to sit at? Oh, uh, right, kind of like right where you are. That camera. Oh, I was like, Gibson here. <laughs> Hi, just right there where you go. I am. Give me your you mic go. a little. Give your mic. Check, a little. check, check. All right, yeah, you're good. We got one you little hairs on there. Uh, okay, do you like these microphones? Do you use them for demos? <sighs> They're fine. Um, what I would say is that <clears throat> uh, um, I think you can get a really good sound out of a 58, like a live mic. Oh, really? For if you're doing demos. That's what I have, yeah. Not I was worth, depending, not I was depending on it. Okay. Not worth this, I promise. Like, yeah, just or one debating. of those. debating, that was the word. One, yeah. one of those <clears throat> 58s. They'll be just fine. Yeah, like, that's good. Well, that's what I was looking at these because I'm like, oh, everybody's using them. They must be good. But, no. oh, you're going to fall off? Buddy. I thought so, too. I was thinking, like, wh when you really come down to it, if you're like, I'm doing a demo, okay? Mm -hmm. If you're doing pro voice stuff, maybe. Yeah. Maybe, like, if, if your vocals are going to be what's on the commercial or whatever. Yeah. Go then for maybe it. it's worth it. Yeah. With the, with the 50, 58s, man. Yeah. Oh, no. Great. There you went. <laughs> Olivia, oh, you no. pushed my dog off I the... I accidentally <laughs> kicked you and now you fell off. <laughs> he looked at you like... I thought I could trust you. Oh, okay. You can show that. me your bone. Yeah, face. You can show me your bone. You're just the sweetest thing. Oh, my God. I don't know how we got so lucky. I'll be Seriously, honest. did you rescue him? Or where, so he's <laughs> a mutt? Much. All right, so Lauren loves to tell the story. I love to tell it, too. Um, our friend Sydney, she lived down on the first floor. Okay. And she, one day she got a dog from looking at a house. She goes to look at a house. She comes back with a dog. And I'm like, all right, what happened? She's like, I, we, I was passing this house. And um, I saw this girl um, with a cage of dogs out front of okay. their house. You know, like, hey, puppies for sale. Yeah. And she's like, she slammed on the brakes. She's like, I'm stopping. Um, they got there. This one little dog just like ran right up to her and she's like, I'm taking this one. So she brings him back and, uh, we, we see him and we're like, Whew, he's the cutest thing ever. He, you know how Gibson uh, kind of gives you those eyes? Yeah. Automatically. He's the sweetest thing. Just loves on you so uh. much. <laughs> and, um, so I'm like, Sid, how much would you let me buy your dog or like how much for your dog? Basically. I'm like, I want to buy your dog. Tell me what you yeah. want. And she's like, why don't you just go get your own? Cause Laura and I have been talking about getting a dog and I'm like, they're so sweet. They're like they, the best. They are. But I'm yeah. like, you know what? You know what it was? I recently just had my dog. Uh, she passed. It was back oh, in like I'm sorry. April. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I told her, I was like, the problem is, is that they die. Lauren. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Especially if you just went through that. It's like, oh, oh do you want to like love something that much again? Yeah. That's so hard. And she's like my, my first dog. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, we, we always had dogs. Like she was mine. Yeah. And I remember, well, kind of, I'll say like, she was mainly mine. What happened was when I got her, um, right before that. Uh, I, I just got out of hockey, uh, cause of injuries and that's right. You were coaching. No. So this is when I was playing. Oh, okay. I was, okay. Coaching, but, um, this is when I was like 19, I think, um, I got injured. And so I was like, 
all right, the season's basically ending. Mm. I don't know what I want to do. So I get a job working with my dad, like doing uh, still fabrication stuff. I'm like, well, if I got all this free time afterwards, I'm going to just have a dog. So I got a dog. And then I went and joined the military and she and, you know, my parents love dogs. So they're yeah. like, let me just take, let's just take Belle for that time. I was like, okay. And when I came back, oh my gosh, she had them wrapped around their finger. Oh, So yes. bad. Oh, and like, she knows, like, obviously she loved me. Yeah. But it was like their dog. Yeah. They just, You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Once, once me and my brother grew up, like their dog affection and attention skyrocketed. Yeah. Oh, insane. yeah. They need somewhere to put all the love that they. Exactly. Yeah. They yes. need somewhere to put it. And so uh, she's like half mine, half, basically theirs, yeah. you know, it, she, it was very cute. She, I loved her. Um, so sweet. Yeah. So she passed. I was like, Lauren, I, I you know, I don't want to go through that. Yeah. And then she brought. We went and saw it was a disaster. They had these two munchkins, um, David and Daniel, two twins, like eight year old, <clears throat> no, like seven year old, I think they said, climbing all over everything. One jumped on my back, and Lauren literally had to beat it <laughs> off my back. Yes, while what? we're looking at this dog. And <clears throat> the crazy thing was, their parents are right there, and they're just like, Ha I'm like, like uh, it's on my back. Like, why? And then we're not they, doing piggyback rides listen, here. This wasn't a farm, okay? But it might as well have been because they had uh, guinea pigs for sale, baby guinea pigs. It and wasn't and a Dan farm. No, is this in Lancaster? Th no, this is down here in Laverne. Oh, you said yeah. It was yeah, your was, your uh, neighbor downstairs? These freaking Dave and Daniel come with kitchen tongs to pick up the guinea pigs and show them to us. And we're like, no, what are you doing? What is happening yeah, so here? Lauren and I looked at each other. We're like, look, this is a disaster. Let's leave. If we still want it, we'll come back. And it, a day goes by. Nothing happens. Another day goes by. I see Harlow. That's a, that's Sydney's dog. And I'm like, God damn, he's so cute. Yeah. Can I buy your he's dog? He's so, trying again. Trying again. Yes. And, she's, and Lauren's like, why don't we just go get one? And Sid goes, we're going to go back. We're gonna pass that house, and if and you're gonna get a dog. And I said, Lauren, once you if you go if you come back with one, I'll love it. But if you don't come back with one, that's okay too. So sure enough, she comes back with him. He's the only ginger spice latte looking one. <laughs> the <laughs> other one. That's what you are. All the other ones were black with little Did white like white spots. Oh. I, what pumpkin did I say? Spice. Ginger spice? Ginger works. But ginger pumps, or pumpkin. pumpkin spice. You're a very fall dog. Yes. You go with very fall colors. <laughs> he really does. He's like, hello. Okay. No, you betrayed me last time. I know. You fell on the couch in my care. And and so now we got a Gibson and we're I'm very thankful for him. He's so sweet. He literally is. He just melts your heart. I think if someone doesn't even like dogs, like just show him Gibson. Be like now you like dogs. I, I think it's because, you know, a lot of dogs ha get this, like, crazy look in their eyes. And yeah. if you're not used to dogs or whatever, you're going to be like, oh, yeah. not this again. He gets this, like, it's almost like friend. And it's like, you, he doesn't get, he doesn't, Lauren said it best. Uh, someone said he doesn't, he just, like, doesn't have emotion. Yeah. Yeah. He's just yes. very calm. He's like, it's very is this chill. what we're doing right now? Even as, like, he's, right. you said he's seven months? Yeah. 
Yeah, like that's it's kind of crazy how calm he is for seven months. Have how have you guys traveled? Oh, I know you have. Okay, hold mm-hmm. on. Uh, with is it Tank? Tank. Yes. I, you know what's so funny? <laughs> I kept thinking grenade. I'm like, it's not grenade. What? <laughs> it kind of is in the same theme though. <laughs> yeah. So that makes sense. I was like, I know. I'm thinking of something. Yeah. Anyway, uh, have you guys traveled with Tank? Yeah, I mean, he's like my travel buddy. So flying was hard. We really tried to get him like ready to do it. We had him like an emotional support animal, which is valid because he's just like my heart. And like, I like, especially when I'm traveling by myself, like it's really good to have, you know, him. So we got him registered and then we were like training him. We were like taking him into Walmart and like Lowe's and like, you know, really getting him ready. And then they changed a lot of like the, um, was it like protocol? Like, so before we were like, okay, we can sit in an exit row. And cause he's bigger. I mean, he's 70 pounds. Like he's tall, like lean, yeah. but he's still 70 pounds. So like they changed it and they're like, you can't sit in an exit row. You can't buy him another like seat. And so they, he basically has to either is like sit between your legs or he has to like sit on your lap. Now, if there's someone that knows, like if you know another way, please tell me because I would love to take Tank with. But like as far as we know, that's the only ways you can get around it. I'm like, Tank is not going to sit his little 70 pound butt on me <laughs> like in a tiny little plane, you know. So flying, we haven't flown with him. But he always travels. Like, he always is in the car with us. Like, you know, Pennsylvania, it's like 12 hours once you have stops and stuff, yeah. usually. But so he just chills. He freaking just like chills in the back. He'll just put his little head like on our shoulder just while we're driving and just be a little co pilot. Like, he's so sweet. He does so good. That's adorable. Yeah. And I was just going to say, somehow he's that same way. And yeah. it's a blessing. Cause like the very first week we got him, we were, I, we were going up for, I think, a wedding. Um, he slept the whole time. Oh, that's awesome. The whole time. Especially we as a puppy. Like, cause, cause Tank was definitely more high strung. Like when mm-hmm. I first, so he's, how old is he? He's eight now. No, he's nine. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's like, I can't remember my own age. I can't remember his. No, I think he's nine because I got him. Yeah. So like, I wasn't really traveling a whole lot with my music yet when I, he was a puppy puppy. And yeah. then once he was like two, like almost two is when I started doing this traveling more. And so, like, he kind of calmed down just, like, a <laughs> tiny bit. But he's still, like, dude will outrun me. Like, we'll go for a run. And he's, like, he wants to do, like, 720 pace. I'm, like, that's not happening. <laughs> Bro, like, calm down. But, yeah, he does so good. He really does now. Especially awesome. now that he's older. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm very blessed for that. Yeah. Be, oh, it'd be so- Lauren picked a good one. Listen. Men... If you got a good girl, she's probably right 99% of the oh, time. Oh, man, you need to make okay. sure that we're rolling. You know, that, <laughs> but then I'll repeat. <laughs> and it sucks, but that's just, you know, that's just the way it goes. Well, about, like, I think it's just a balancing. Like, just, I don't know, women have a different perspectives than men, but then it's like, sure. if there was all one way or the other, like, like, Caden's a very, like, is the word analytical, like, um, like he needs proof of things. Like oh I'm very God. emotional and like, so like it, it, we even eat each other out so, so well though, because like, if I didn't have him grounding me in the other sense, like I would just be like giving all my money away. <laughs> like, it's just like, Oh, like every homeless person, like it, it's really hard. Like that's oh. like the pool that like I 
feel like super but like he's very much like okay we have to like we'll budget this much and then we can give like the like he's super good with like a lot so it's like a yin yang oh sort of gosh. thing that's so funny if you know lauren if i put lauren out here <clears throat> she's probably got her headphones on or she i know she'd be listening um yeah, she would say the same thing. It's, that's yeah. so funny. It, it's a balancing. I think that's like so good, though. You find someone that like, okay, you <laughs> complete me in a sense, you know, like you even me yeah. out. And it's like little teeter-totters, yeah. you know. So she definitely picked out a good one. He's, you know, I love him. So sweet. So sweet. Liv. What's up? Hey, it's great <laughs> to see you. It's so good to see you. Thank yeah. you for having me. Oh, man. Uh, like the first week down we ran into you outside of live oak you're that was a, so awesome you were doing a magic hills round yeah, yeah. It was great yeah well it was so funny because we were walking out and then kaden's like that kind of looked like Garrett. like we had passed you and i was like maybe like i don't think he's living like i don't know so then we look i'm like that is like that is not Garrett. that's so wild <laughs> it was so cool though it was such a nice surprise oh man do you ever go into like how many times do you go in for rounds? Like, do you go to, do you try to play rounds? You've been down I'm here. I'm pretty open. What'd you say? Sorry. I'm pretty open to like whenever. Like, I think it's just such a good way, like, A, to like try out some new songs too. And like, just see how it, you know, comes across. But I love playing rounds. Like, you know, that that's super fun. It's, it's great when you get on with people that you like jive with too. Yeah. Like that really <laughs> makes a big difference. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I, I don't know. How long have you been down here? So officially, we've been living here for a year as of December 1st. So it's just really? like, yeah. Why? I feel yeah. like it's longer. Well, I was traveling back and forth since 2017, like every other month. So I was like down here a lot. Well, then 2020 happened. And then that was kind of like, you know, <laughs> we all kind of stopped. But so it felt good. Like we felt familiar with things, but it's definitely different living here you know and so it's just like uh, a, a balancing act just like we said about relationships it's like a balancing act of staying centered and what your goals are and not getting swayed and pulled you know it's definitely different yeah what would you say the uh, what's like a real different feeling between living and just visiting as an artist oh as an artist oh i i I kind of talked about it with our my, our one friend Emily. Um, it's almost like you feel like you can push stuff off, like mm -hmm. for a little bit because you're down here and yeah. you're like ah, you know, I'll just do that. I'll do that tomorrow. Yeah, because it's so that is such a great point, honestly. And like, too, like there's that portion of it, and then someone had told me when I was doing the traveling back and forth because I was like, oh, I just want to get down here, and and he was like well, listen, like some people, they get down here as soon as they can, but then they're so busy spending time surviving and like making money that they can't focus on their craft. So I think there is like a really beautiful piece when you are just traveling down here, you can be like, okay, I'm going to do two rights a day, you know, if that's like in your wheelhouse or, you know, I'm going to make sure I play these shows this week and all this. Like, so I think it is really easy. Like you just have to survive because it's different as a musician here, you know, in Pennsylvania, we're like, oh, we're playing, we're going to get paid 
to play. And then down here, it's like, well, if you're not going to play this free show, there's a 20 million other artists that are going to also play it. So might as well. So it's just a different thing. But I think that's the biggest difference is like, yeah, finding the balance of like, okay, I need to do all these things, but also, you know, survive and, and make the money that you need to. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. It, I, I totally forgot about that, that surviving part. Yeah. I, I'm very thankful. Uh, you know, we built up a good enough showing up there. Yeah. Uh, we, I, that can support us. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. Part of everything. And Absolutely. So I'm, and she gets free gas. So oh, like, yes. <laughs> that is awesome. So like, yeah, so we're, we're, we're good. Yes, uh, so yes. I, I try and do as much as much as I can, but like, it is nice not having to worry about like a nine to five right now. Yeah. I yeah. say I say right now because like, I don't know. You, there's only so many times you can go. I don't know. Go back to the well. You know. Right. Right. So, I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. And I think too, it's like even like you know financially set aside but just like whenever you're traveling down here you don't spend your your day at the laundromat you know you don't have to like spend the time going to the grocery store mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. you're gonna get groceries delivered you're gonna like optimize your time and so like even yeah like let alone financially just how you can optimize your time you don't you don't quite do it the same just because you're having to do your daily things but I think just like you said, like you gotta like keep yourself in check and mm -hmm. just constantly check in. Like, okay, like, is there things I'm putting off? Like, and I think it's such a mental game too, because like when you're down here, um, it's like there's there's an easy way to fall into like the pit of comparison, and so pit I, of comparison. Yeah, it's That's it's cool. so easy to do, and like, I mean, I find myself literally on a daily basis like catching myself like no like. Yeah, I, I was listening to, we go to Crosspoint, we do the online one. And so I love, I, I wrote it down because he said, um, like, I can celebrate your path, but I don't need to walk your path. Like, we're all on this, like, journey. Like, no matter where we fall in music, like, we're being used in a way that somebody else isn't going to be used. And so I think that's the hard thing is, like, okay, how can I celebrate you, not compare me to you, but also be true to myself and like learn from your path, but be true to mine. It's, it's kind of a, a just a mental game. You it, know? it has taken me, I do. I actually just talked recently talked about this one too, that it's, it's very, it took a while for me to not be envious, mm. not necessarily not, like not have any um, negative feelings towards that person, right. but like it, up in PA, like, uh -huh. or, or even down here, um, you know, you'll see people get something like play a show and you're like, how did that happen? Right. You know, you're like, right. <clears throat> you're, you're not, uh, saying they're bad or anything. It, to me, it was always like, what work did they do that I didn't that yeah. I could do? And so it was always like, I was always envious. Cause I'm like, are they thinking of something I'm not thinking of? Yeah. And, but I've, I've, uh, gotten out of that quick once like i realized it mm -hmm. um but i am more ha i am more happier for other people in their career um and just okay i don't want to say like i'm i'm com i'm uh yeah i guess i'm okay with my path being mine yeah and understanding as long as i'm putting work in it'll come yeah 
Yeah, I think that's ser- that is like it's so hard though. You know, it's hard because we're human. Yeah. We're like no matter what, like we can check in with ourselves a million times a day, but like we are human and we're gonna have like all those like thoughts and emotions and all that stuff. Yeah. But I, I honestly like just being self-aware is just so good and and being able to to catch yourself. That conversation with yourself. Mm-hmm. That's where Lauren, you know, she she checks me a lot. Honestly, that's like completely how we met, you know. Oh she, really? Yeah. I don't think I know the story how you guys met. I don't we were I mean, yeah. Oh, that's because we never talked. <laughs> I right? know. I know. This is the first time we've been catching up in a long time. I know. This is, it's still very cool that we, we get to do this. So, yeah. Um, well, the story how we met is actually at a lot of, uh, during COVID, we played a private party. She was there. We locked eyes. We were like, Hala. Yeah. <laughs> we were seeing some, we were both seeing somebody at the time. Okay. And then we got out of it, but we were like continuing. We were friends throughout. Yeah. Like, uh, and then we just started like trying things out and she eventually broke down like my fear or like, yeah, fear of being in a relationship mm-hmm. with someone and like wasting time or whatever. Cause I was like, I, I would like, <clears throat> say things i'd be like uh i might move down to tennessee i don't know yeah <laughs> and then she'd be like all right we'll get okay we'll deal with that if it comes up and i'm like damn it yeah i got that that one would get you i, like, <laughs> I thought for sure all right I that push you away. i'd be like all right let me do him the liam test so i would always bring him to my bre- my best friend liam because he's a little quirky and he tests them Okay, and I, it's almost like a mental fortitude. Like, are you strong does enough? Does he know? Does he know that this is his test, or is this just naturally I don't his test? He knows. Oh, okay, he, he okay, knows. okay. He knows. And it, I, it's like the testing their mental fortitude. Like, are you strong enough to be in this relationship? Oh Because he's my best friend. Okay, so you're gonna deal with him a lot. And they end up liking each other. I'm like, some of them. You're like, well, that, that also backfired there. And then you know, she basically, I don't want to say. I don't say cornered, but it's more of a trap. Okay. It's more maneuver. How she got no. <laughs> maneuver. Uh, she was like, she's like, look, I ain't got time to fool around. We, cool. Are we either trying to do this or not? And I'm like, damn it. Yeah, that's awesome. And so at her. first I said, I said, I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay. And then a few weeks go by and I'm like, damn it. I really liked her. So yeah. Then I called her back and she was like, we hung out, <clears throat> I think like two times. And then she's like, are we going to do this? And I was like, all right, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, so, um, that's awesome. Yeah. I feel like I love, I love that she did that though. Cause some, it's like just being around the bush is just so like the mind games of dating is so just, it's taxing. So I think that's awesome that she's just like. What, what is this? You know, like, let's stop being around the bush. It's awesome. It's probably terrifying for you, but awesome. Well, throughout that, <clears throat> and, like, she'll call me on some of the ways that I th- think or, like, some of the ways that I don't communicate properly. And I'm not <laughs> – I don't want it to sound like she's always pointing at things that I do, but, like <laughs> – in, in a good way. Yes. It's, yeah. a, it's not even, like, in arguments or anything. It's just the way that I think. She's like, well – that's dumb because why would we do this? And I'm like, 
hey, yeah, why yeah, not? Yeah, dang it. Yeah, yes. you're right. <laughs> Sometimes I'll fight it too because I'm like, why is she right again? I don't, I'll be like, <laughs> she'll be like, I think you want to do this, right? And I'm like, no, that's not what I want to do. I want to do it this way because I, that's why. That's right? awesome. And that's the, that's the final, shut up. Okay. <laughs> and then five oh, minutes later, yeah. I'm like, can you like tell me how to do that again? I was, like, <laughs> I, was I know I didn't like it. But I want to make sure I don't do. She what like you're plants the seed of it, and then like lets you say no, yes. and then it, it grows, and then you're like, ah. You know what? I think sometimes, <laughs> I think sometimes we get in like a mood because we like we really like we fell in like before we found love. Oh, that's really cool. Nice. Yeah, that's really cool. So like it's I know we like always. It's like we like each other too much. Like in my head, I'm like, there's sometimes moods like, why the fuck do I like you so much? <laughs> and you're just like, oh, you're like, what? How yeah. did this happen? Like I didn't. And I don't know. It's funny. It's so sweet though. Yeah. That's so cool. It's the yin and yang. That's what cool. it is. It's really nice to have, and it's cool that you you and Caden feel it too. Yeah. I love him. He's such a nice Aww, dude. Aw, thanks. Well, I just want like, we would love to just like hang out. Like, seriously, just go out. Cause he was bummed. He's like, ah, he's working. So he's doing travel nursing right now. And oh. so he is in um, Kentucky, but he is done. Like, he has nine more work days left. And we're so Ooh. excited. And then he yeah. starts school in January. So, oh, what? It's the 8th, 9th, 17th? Yeah, 17th. So freaking pumped. So it's like, it's been such an interesting transition for us because like, so his goal for like years has been in, to get into school for Middle Tennessee School of Anesthesia. So he has been working towards this. He like, he got denied the first time, which was a big blow, but a blessing in disguise because it, it would have been wild, right? Moving down here, him starting school. So and he was able to do travel nursing to like save up because he's not going to be able to work during his schooling. It's really intense. So, yeah, we're like, oh, so then he got into travel nursing. And um, but it's been wild. It's been such a wild ride because, you know, moving down here, we didn't foresee him then spending a lot of time, you know, away. But, you know, it's just funny how God knows like exactly what you need, even when it's like, like we don't like this at all like it's it's totally like I'll travel for my music and like that's one thing and then but like consistently being gone is like a whole nother thing so it's honestly like been this period of growth for us like mm. both in a relationship but also individually because like now like I've gone out of my comfort zone a lot more and just been like okay I'm just gonna go out by myself like that's just what it is. And like, I went to Jack Johnson concert by myself. Cause I was like, who's going to come? Like no one could come. And I'm like, I am not, he's my favorite. Like all time. Like I love country music, all that stuff. But like Jack Johnson from when I was a little, little, like that's what I listened to. And so I'm like, I'm not missing this opportunity. And so then it just opens you up like in a totally different way. And like, I've like made friends, you know, and that's awesome. Yeah. I think, I think it's also nice that like, because he, I mean, this is the way I would, I think I would view, feel it is that if, uh, if I was you, it's nice that I also wouldn't feel bad. Like if you didn't want to go, mm -hmm. you know, if you were still at home and you didn't want to go with me, I'd be like, okay, well, I'll probably just stay home. Oh, then. bummer. Yeah. Right? And now yeah. You, you can feel comfortable making that be like, I can do this 
I don't have, the, he's like, he's totally cool yeah. with it. And that's exactly like, like you said, like you, I'm like, he's freaking odd. Like he is like, he yeah. just like, he just supports me. I think that's so important too. Like, like I couldn't imagine moving down here with someone who wasn't supporting me. Cause like I've, I know, and like I've known people in situations like that where it's just not like a nurturing, like Kate, like I feel like some people, like I was talking to her, like your husband's like just cool with you, like going to this writer's round and just like talking to a bunch of people. Like, I'm like, yeah. Like, and, and so I, I didn't realize how fortunate I was until I heard like these stories of other people and I was like, wow, like Kaden is awesome. <laughs> so like shout out Kaden. Yeah. Doesn't that yeah. blow your mind sometimes how, I, I mean, I don't know how people don't have that, mm. that yeah. kind of support of what they want to do, yeah. you know, um, and be like, be who they are and still chase their dreams. Mm -hmm. Like uh it's weird it's weird yeah. to hear that because you know you don't know their relationship but i would always think like that doesn't sound good at all no it doesn't that doesn't feel right for me just hearing it for you yes. <laughs> like no. yeah it's so true hi sweet thing oh i love you oh what a handsome boy yeah so sweet oh man i can't wait to take him like on on some like little road tours Oh, he's going to love it. I, I'm going to love it for him. Yeah. He's going to love Like, Tank, it just makes me so happy because, like, so we travel in a camper now. And so, yeah. like, he knows. Like, I'm, like, hooking up the camper. And he's like, oh, yeah. We're going. And, like, he's running around the house. He's so excited. So, so it's, like, it just gets me, like, pumped up. I'm like, yeah, you're right. We're going to go. <laughs> like, we're going to go play a show. Like, and so it's cool. It's just, like, adds to the whole hype of the experience. You know? You're going to so do the cute. same thing. Yeah. He usually, yeah, he usually, honestly, when he sees us packing everything, he does get super excited. Yeah. It's almost like he gets excited to fall asleep in the car. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. Like, I get a moving bed. Right. I wake up in a new place. I don't <laughs> understand time. How it's are you so doing sweet. this? I open my that's eyes. Awesome. We're in somewhere that smells green. This is great. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. You're right. That is their perspective. <laughs> it's like... Was there, if you like were to map out, you know how like you play video games and you can like unlock parts of the map? Yeah, yeah. I feel like it would, you know how like ours is like Tennessee, Virginia. Uh -huh. like his uh -huh. would be like, like parts of Nashville. And then right beside it is somewhere he peed in Virginia. And he's like, I get it all, like that's just how I get there. I close my eyes until I get there. Yeah, that's so cool. That would be nice if that was how it was for us sometimes when we're driving and it's really long. I love to close my eyes and just get there. But that's what, what is it, Tesla? Who drives, who, what kind of car drives itself? But I think uh, you still can't fall asleep. No, I so you ac it actually, the, on the highway, it works pretty well. Have, um, you, have you been in a car that does this? I have been in it. I've not been in it when they do the self-driving mode. Okay. But, um, I just heard a lot of stuff come out about it. They recently had an update, too that oh. I think they're trying to do cities um, and take it on the highway and stuff. Mm. It's like still a little shaky. Okay, um, so don't get one yet. Wait till everyone else So they works all have the, the capability of it. Which, this is like the brilliance of it, um, of how Elon and his team de designed it. It's all just cameras. Oh, that so makes people, sense. People always like try to overcomplicate it with like different things. And it's like, it's like, honestly, all you need is like nine, eight or nine cameras, I think he said, and 
then you just constantly get a software update okay. like for your car. So when it comes out that you can, you know, like, hey, test this new driving mode out. You just get the upgrade, the up, upload or download, and it can do it now. Because the That's computers, wild. yeah, the computers in this in the car understand what to do. That like that is mind blowing to me. Isn't like it wild? like literally all of it. Like I am I don't have like the whole like techie brain sort of thing. Yeah. But like so like I'm like I admire. I'm like how do you get like this little chip? Like even memory cards. How does that hold? My, like I know I sound like an old person, but it's like it's amazing <laughs> to me. Yes, it's amazing to me. You telling me there's little people in there? Yeah. <laughs> Right, like what? I don't know. It's it is. It's so cool. That you they know, can what's come the craziest thing is that um, it's all just basically magnets. So weird. And so, like, it is incredibly crazy to like, me. Yeah. Like to me, when I b- before I understood like microchips and, and whatever else, um, the craziest thing was to me how uh, Graham Bell created the um or no no edison thomas edison mm-hmm. did the first audio recording you ever oh, see that no 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 you've never heard how he does oh that? that's cool i should look that up huh? oh it's incredible okay so like they figured out that for some reason you could read the etchings as a sound as a sound oh is it like the like my grandma had one of those and you wind it up and then it's just like like one of those boards that has little dots on it and yes it's like, ding, ding, ding. C- uh kind of a little bit like that that's Maybe. that those things i think actually have something that play a note oh wait but yeah that's not recording it yeah yeah okay, okay all right so um you know records are yeah. really great. that engraver yes okay so that's like you know an evolution of that yeah so he has this he he basically has like clay tablet um that he winds that he winds like this as he's talking okay, okay. and then it's it gets this like it's literally an amplifier because it's that this long tube that uh, directs it into where this needle's going, and then has a diaphragm that as like as hard. So if he goes wow it'll expand. Okay. At a certain uh, depth, and it, the needle will hit hit the clay like as as much as it's doing. So that is so weird. And then you have. You have a, uh, oh, what kind of crystal was it? Some kind of crystal that vibrated. And the way that they found this out, who knows? Well, that's exactly what I was just thinking. Like, how, did they wake up from a dream and go, aha, right. I'm going to get some clay. I'm going to get a little crystal. <laughs> Dude, so, so the crystal will take that and then read it. It, like, vibrates at a certain frequency, I guess, or and it'll produce sound. It's amazing. Up. So that's how, like. It's crazy, right? It's like so. That's so wild to me. And I know, like, we only access like a portion of our brains, right? But I'm like, did did they figure something out where they can access more of their brain? Is that how there's so much? <laughs> like, that's so crazy to even think that up. Do you, you know? Oh my gosh, it blows my mind. Like, so, and then to get into that, that's basically the 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 memory cards are crazy. Mm-hmm. Like solid like state drives. Level. Like, it's it's insane to me. I think at this point, or, or we don't know how it works. That's what I believe. Yeah. I don't think we know how it works. We just know how to get it to work. 
if that makes sense. We just yeah, know. I see what you're saying. Yeah. The fact that everything right now is just a one and a zero and millions of these ones and zeros makes up everything we see on here. Yeah. Why? Yeah. And that creates code. It's yeah. Yeah. Coding is like the whole other. That's like another like thing that just like amazes me. It's like I put an embed code on my website and I'm like, how does it know? <laughs> how does it do that? But it's it's crazy. It's so crazy. I don't know. It is, it is wild. Sorry, I was nerding out for you. But that no, I, I think that stuff's so interesting. I love watching like documentaries on Netflix and stuff. Like that stuff, I don't know. I love learning about like other people's paths and like how they got where they did and just like how everything just kind of unfolded for them. I just think that stuff is so interesting. Yes. We saw a pretty bad one recently. Oh, no. Was it just not well done, like not well put together or just like a uh, really like... It was kind of a dumb documentary. Oh. But <laughs> basically, it was this guy that... It, it was on Netflix. It's called like The Price is Right or something. And Oh, wait. Is this the guy who like cracked the code on how to win? Yeah. We watched like 10 minutes of it. <laughs> and I was like, I can't. Like, yes. I can't. <laughs> I felt bad because I was like, I know this guy has an amazing story, but like, it's just not for me. No. It's just not for me. Yes. And we watched that one. Yes. <laughs> we didn't watch all of it. I was kind of curious. I was like, what all did he win? And, yeah. And I'm like, oh, he's not even doing it. I, as I fast forward, he, he just becomes a member of the crowd. They, so he did it once. And once you do it, you can't ever get caught up again. But I think you can attend the show. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So he would attend the show and yell out numbers to the people up. And I think he just helped everybody win money. Oh, what? Yes. Oh, what a kind heart. Yes. That's nice. It, I wonder if he's like, I'll help you win if you give me a cut. Probably. Yeah, I don't know. that's I'm, probably what it was. You can't spend behind all your the scenes of yeah, the documentary. You can't spend all your time going to. Price is right, not get a little Unless it's just like a high, like unless he just kind of gets like a adrenaline a, rush off of it. Adrenaline junkie, right? He's addicted to the price. He's addicted. Right. Yes, he's addicted. <laughs> oh Honestly, God. like I think you can get addicted to like anything, like anything that just like gives you like a little bit of a like, I don't know, high in a sense, but like adrenaline, all that. Two things. Isn't that why we do what we do? Yeah. Songwriters? Yeah. And addicted to that feeling. Yeah. It's whatever gives you that. Yeah, yeah, and I think that is I so I guess in a sense like being addicted to some that is kind of how you navigate like oh this is what I'm drawn to and I want to do that again I want to get that again follow like, the dopamine yeah yes. exactly exactly yes. yeah yeah oh Liv uh, right after I graduated uh, college I I went for science and dopamine serotonin like mm. all those I just I remember I knew what they looked like I drew them thousands of times. Mm -hmm. And somebody posted a picture of, well, themselves getting a molecule on their arm. Oh, and no. It said serotonin. It was not serotonin. It oh, was, no. It was dopamine. Oh, and, no. Yeah. And Did you tell them? I didn't have the heart to. Are you oh, kidding me? Yeah. I mean, what are you, you going to do? What are they going to do? Just yeah. look at it then every time and say, oh, this was wrong. Yeah. And now it's tattooed on my body. I, I liked it and said, perfect. Oh, you didn't say, well, you know what? No, honestly, it's perfect to them. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's perfect to I them. I don't know why they didn't like check twice. Why? You know? Why wouldn't like the person doing the tattoo? I guess they're looking at it as an art. They're probably not checking the facts, but dang. Oh, what a mistake. 
that's what I want a tattoo. I, I like, I'm like, oh, that'd be so cool. So like my parents, which I'm really glad because I would have gotten a really stupid tattoo when I was younger. So like, thank you, mom and dad. But like, they're like, we're kicking you off your insur- our insurance if you get a tattoo like before you're 26. And I'm like, valid. Like I <laughs> yeah. get it. And I hated it at the time because I was like, oh, this is just so meaningful and I would just love it so much. And then now I'm 27. Yeah. See, I can't remember. I can't remember how old I am. Or tank, something like that. I'm like, I still don't know what I would want to get. It's been two years since I could have gotten one. And I'm like, so so my dad's like, okay, if you think you want one, then you need to like print it out like big and put it on your wall. And then if you still like it after like a month of it just being there, then like, okay, maybe. But I'm like, I, I still like, I'm so indecisive. That's really good. And that, that just proved my point even more. Like you can make a big mistake factually. No, but I'm like, I always wanted one, but I'm just like, I'm so indecisive and I don't think I love something that much yet. Uh, you can ask Lauren about it. She's still, does she have her, one? She's getting one removed. No. Like still, yeah, it was a, it was a, Lauren, what was it? A Tinkerbell? It was a fairy. It was a fairy. Yeah. So. And she's like, I don't want this anymore. Where was it? Was it like visible? Oh no! (laughs) So then she's like, this needs to go. Ah, that sucks. Well, that would that would have been like, I would have been literally removing the tattoo I wanted to get when I was nineteen. So like, what was it? It was a good move. It was something this boy I was dating. It was a boy. It was a boy I was dating. We were gonna get these matching things, and I was like, "Oh, it's so meaningful!" Oh, blah blah blah. No. Yes. Oh, oh, yes. No. I would have been so like. <laughs> it would have been so bad, like so so bad. So I'm like, thank you, mom and dad, for saving me from that. But I would have been getting that removed. Heck yeah. Bye bye. Yeah. Man. Yes. That's awful. Dodged a bullet. You know what that reminds me of? And this is gonna sound bad. I'm gonna get. I'm excited. <laughs> I love it. That that kind of stuff reminds me of, uh, like Facebook couples that comment like every day about how much they love their Aww. person, and you know it's because they they do not love each other. Right. They so need. Yeah. Right. It's I like know they what you're want saying. People to sh- see that like everything's good. Yeah. We're perfect because. Yeah. We need that. We need you to think we're perfect. Yeah. And I think that is so like, man, social media has so many really great ways that it can be used. Like truly like awesome things can happen with social media, but man, can it not be helpful and healthy? (laughs) Like there's so many ways that it's not used well, but you know, but that's one of them. That's one of the examples. Don't you sing a song like that? Like the one I did, I write one. I think so. I have so the album that I have coming out is kind of about like well, some of the songs written on the album are about like people on social media. Yeah. Not like pointy fingers. It was just kind of like if someone has something going on in their life, like yeah, if you want a song written about it, like comment. So that's how it started. But but that was one of the things that like really opened my eyes to like like these people that just had like literally the most perfect profile. And their, like, lives looked amazing. Like, if I would look at that, I'd be like, like, what am I doing wrong? Like, we were saying, like, what are they doing? That, like, should I be doing something else? But, like, that's the profile that they'd have. And then they'd comment, and it would be, like, these, like, super, like, real, raw stories that, that were relatable 
you know, for me in some ways, but like, it was just like, man, you know, what a reminder that like, we're human, <laughs> like we're all human. So I have like, I don't know if I have a specific song like about that necessarily, but like, that's kind of what the whole transparent album is about. Like the whole like human experience, because some of the songs are written about my life and some of the songs from social media, but I like struggled with this thing when I started the project where like you have to choose what you want to be like what like you can't be like cute and cool you can't be like country and christian you can't be and i was kind of like but i can <laughs> i was kind of like but then that, that's that's all that makes me me so it was kind of like this play of like this is my this is me transparent i'm yeah. just gonna give you all of me and then also we're all going through the same thing we're all not one thing or the other we're all not this or that it's all of this like it's just like let's just put it out there so that's what the whole kind of idea and inspiration behind it was but maybe that's where you saw like on social media yes. if i had posted something like that man, yeah i wish i wish i, I man i should have had it set up to where it'd be like hey let's just do a, a song or two uh, ah well it. there you go put it put it in after slide it in the background yes. <laughs> what, uh, i should have brought you a cd it's not out yet but just a couple singles are out oh. i know dang it how many songs um, so there's 10, 10 total. So it's, I'm excited. Like, you know, it's always nerve wracking when you put like so much of yourself out into the world. Cause it's just such a piece of your heart. So, but I'm, you know, I'm really excited for it to get out there. And yeah. it's also, so I wanted it to kind of go full circle. So I was able to get it like partially sponsored. And, um, so a percentage of the sales are going to the CIRS support fund. I did see that. Yeah. yeah. So like if someone's listening and they're like, Oh, like it, if you do you know, stream the music and, um, or like buy an album, whatever. Um, it, it, it will help that too. Just cause I'm like, music has a, a lot of ways it can help. And so I wanted to try to utilize it as much as, as it could. Can you tell, can you talk about CIRS? Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. CIRS. Yeah. So it stands for chronic inflammatory response syndrome. Um, so yeah, that, that piece I could, I could go, far into my story or just like i'll give you the overview and then you can decide talk but, however much you want okay yeah give, okay give well i'll say okay so in 2016 i moved into this house in hummelstown i know you know where that is hummelstown, pennsylvania PA. yeah which i love hummelstown not gonna not bashing them but i am gonna bash this house that i lived in so i it was the first time moving out of my parents house and i'm like you know so i got the cheapest thing that i could find and we didn't know us so then my husband moved in with me and we were there for like two years and so like i started getting just super sick and we didn't correlate at first that it was like oh i moved into this house and now i'm sick it was just like you know kind of just happened naturally so I was like always on antibiotics. Like I had strep throat and then I got resistance to the antibiotics. Then I got allergic to the antibiotics. Then I got my tonsils out. Then it was sinuses. And then the same thing happens. I got my, my uh, sinus surgery. It was like crazy, like such crazy stuff. I ended up, I went to an infectious disease doctor, which to me, like infectious disease seems like I should be like quarantined, yeah. you know? Yeah. But like, they're like, okay, the only thing we can do, like you still have this infection. So I was on a pick line, then I got a blood clot. And so I was in the hospital, which was kind of ironic because Caden was a patient care assistant then. So like the people that like help admit you and do like, you know, the, just kind of the assistant stuff 
to the nurse. Yeah. So he was my, my, my person who admitted me in to the hospital. Like Caden was so sweet, but like, there was just a lot of really like silver linings that, cause I, I like hated, you know, obviously hated that I was super anxious, but so I was like, no one could explain it. And they're like, Oh, you're young and healthy. And that was like the worst. I just hated when people said that. Cause I'm like, I get I look young and healthy, like, thank you. But I am not, like, I'm taking naps today. Like, I felt awful. The best way to describe it was, like, I felt like, you know, like the day before you're going to get the flu or you're going to get really sick. Like, you're like, ooh, like, I'm, like, achy and, like, not with it. Like, I'm kind of foggy. Like, that's what it was. And so along with all the infectious stu infection stuff, but anyway – we ended up finding mold in the house. And my mom actually put it together because she's like, Olivia, like, you didn't have any of these problems. You moved in this house. And now, like, this is just, like, constant. And so we got a indoor air quality test done. And I will always remember it was the weekend of July 4th, and I got a phone call. And the guy's like, hey, we got your results back. And, like, you can't spend another night in the house. Like, it's literally unlivable. Like, the levels in the house are unlivable. And so, like... We had to leave all of our stuff behind, and my parents are such beautiful people, and we moved in with them, and, like, we had to throw a lot of our stuff away, because then once we were going in the house, we'd, like, flip stuff over, and there'd be, like, mold growing on no it. No way. Yeah. Oh, it was really man. bad, yeah. And so it was, like, really traumatizing, cool. like, even, like, thinking back and talking through it, like, I can feel my heart, like, you know, like, because it, it was really traumatic, and so... I remember there's this picture and like we have a, we had this garden and Caden like loved the garden and he's such a good like gardener he taught me a lot but there was a picture of him he was so upset he didn't want to leave this like garden that we just like made and he went back and dug up the the plants the little tomato plants and I just remember there was this picture of him sitting in front of the house with a bucket of tomato plants but I was like this, this was the epitome of our experience with it. You know, there was a lot of mental and emotional, simple things like literally a tomato plant. Like you never realize how much you're like, oh man, like leaving all that behind. So we grew a lot from that. And like, honestly, like I still work through all that. So basically now to live like a normal life. So 20% of people have this gene that can lay dormant in their body, which is mind blowing to me because that's like almost one in four people have, are walking around. So, like, for me, it was dormant in my body my whole life, and then you have this perfect storm of toxin exposure. So, like, for me, we were able to kind of trace it back, and I got into a car accident right, like, as, like, probably within two months of moving in to that house. So it's something that kind of shocks your system and kind of gets your immune system, like, wobbly to begin with. Mm. Then you get this high exposure, and then your body, like, is like, hello, here's this gene. So... My husband was, like, not affected by this, which was also the confusing part. And oh, yeah. so he was, like, totally fine. Um, so basically now, like, my body doesn't process out toxins like it should. So it just, like, reabsorbs and, like, my immune system goes on, like, high alert and just sends, like, every inflammatory marker all over the place. So um, now I was able to, like, I found the right doctors, which was a journey, but I thank God. I'm really grateful for the people that I'm seeing now. And so I was able to properly detox. And so it's just monitoring, like, re-exposure. So because I can't process out the toxins, like, 
basically if I go into a building, like it can kind of start the process over. So sometimes it's like mm. within an hour, I'll feel like mm, something's not right. I'll get a headache or I'll start having body throbbing or something. And I'm like, okay, this probably isn't like, I'm like a human mold detector. I should like get hired by like companies and be like, nope, oh, nope, man. you shouldn't. Yes. <laughs> but like, so sometimes it's like within the hour and then sometimes it's like the next day. So That's like wild. it's constantly, um, you know, just trying to, to figure it out. Like I do believe like there's a lot of studies out that I can eventually turn this gene off. Like that's, I'm like, if it was off my whole life until, right, until right, like, right. why, why can't it get turned back off? So it's a lot of like, um, the, the mind. So like my mind's like in fight or flight mode all the time, which is already sending like the not healthy chemicals in through your whole body. So if you're like, always like if you're running that's from something, yeah right right so it's just like always flooding then with these like you know fear like all those chemicals you know about because you did the science so you probably know more about the chemical stuff you said serotonin dopamine you went to school for science yeah i was like i was like what (laughs) are you kidding i was like did i just imagine that (laughs) i was like oh my gosh but yeah so like you probably know all about that and so it's it's really interesting so that's kind of where i'm at now trying to monitor re-exposure while also pursuing music which is a like oxymoron basically because i'm always going into like buildings and stuff oh man yeah but i do feel like i i really do like even though i i kind of resent the experience sometimes and like i still work through that like i i do in in the bottom of my heart i know that like i got this gene and the love for music for a reason like i know God's using it. And so I actually, it bothers me that like insurance companies don't cover like the proper testing and treatment that you need. And most, I'm like, I like to say most because I don't want to say all, like maybe there's one out there that I just have never heard about. But in my experience and through talking to a bunch of people, like no one has been able to get this covered. Um, So that bothers me a lot. But I was talking, like I started sharing my story more because this was going on and I wasn't putting it out like because I didn't know what was going on. I didn't want to just be a negative, you know, person like, oh, you know, and that was just a lot of like I probably should have shared my story earlier because I think a lot of people can benefit from us sharing our story in real time and not having yes. it all figured out. Yes. You know, so I I kind of got over that and I was like, hey, this is what's going on. This is what I think is going on. Like, I just I want to tell you guys. And after I did that, people were coming to me and they're like, I think this is what's going on with me like and so I got a lot of stories that were really sad and like this woman um was having a really hard time and I was messaging her I think it was through Facebook messenger this one night and she was really like mentally it messes with you too because like some people like it some people have like suicidal like I think ideations is the right Mm. word like it just depends on how, like, it affects everybody so differently. So some people, it's a lot of mental, like, that's where it really grabs yeah. a hold of them. And so she was having a lot of this. And I so badly wanted to be like, let me help you. Let me give you the money that you need. Like, let me, like, because she was stuck. Like, she, she was a mom. Like, she, she was supporting her family. She couldn't. But oh, she, like, was man. struggling working. It was such a mess. And so, like, that night, I was like, this is crap. 
Like there needs to be something out there that I can be like, go to this resource. Like these people are going to help you. And I couldn't find anything. And so I'm like, screw it. That's, that's what I'm going to do. Like <laughs> that's what I'm, so this whole project, this transparent project and like having this idea of like maybe CD sales, like music somehow can help. Like all of this, like sort of ideas came to me. And so I said to Caden, I'm going to start a fund and I have no idea what I'm doing. And he's very like, like we said, like analytically, he's like, Olivia, like there's all these steps. And I was like, I have no idea. Like, I just feel like this is what I'm supposed to do. And literally like probably a month after this woman reaches out to me and was like, she's, it's a nonprofit called Malachi's message. And she helps people um, who are going through um, mold exposure. So not just CIRS, but toxic mold exposure. And I'm like, what? So she wanted to do a podcast interview. I was like, heck yeah. Like, let's, yeah. So then I started talking to her and telling her, like, this is like my vision for like this fund. And so we ended up now, we teamed up and the CIRS support fund is a branch off of Malachi's message. She knows all the like logistics behind, you know, how to do the nonprofit thing. And so I'm like, this, like, it was just amazing. Like, I got to see the puzzle pieces coming together, like, and so that's where I like, I know, like, even though I resent the path sometimes and I have trouble with that, I also like, I've seen God just be like, this, this, this can go here and then this can go here. And like, I just got to make last night, I just got to make this call to the first person that we were able to help, like so a doctor donate, like we're still trying to raise funding, but a doctor, the doctor I'm actually seeing who helped me. He's like, I'll donate my time and like with an initial appointment and a follow up. And so I got to like make my first phone call last night and be like, hey, look, we can help you. And it was just like one of those moments. I'm like, this is this is why like I get it like I get it now. So that's kind of like my journey of of that world. And so, yeah, that's that was a long story long. But, awesome. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's where I'm at. <laughs> it's so awesome. The oh, fact thanks. that you, you know, you have the energy and the want to go back for others is says well, a lot about you. It's, all, it's thanks. awesome. I, I honestly, I appreciate you saying that, like from an outside perspective, that it seems like there's a lot of energy. I'm glad it comes across that way because mm -hmm. like I feel like I physically feel like, especially like right now, I'm like, I don't know what's going on <laughs> like I'm just having one of those like influxes of you know with symptoms and stuff like that so I'm like I, I appreciate you saying that because like in in my body I'm like I am tired and I feel foggy but I'm glad that I'm still at least able to come across like this is still like I'm still glad it's able to have momentum going forward and, and like touch people in a way yeah. If that makes sense. No. So I'm, I, I appreciate it. you sharing that perspective because <laughs> I'm like, I don't feel it, but I'm glad it, I'm glad it comes across. No, like it's that. awesome. It, you have something that, you know, you have that why that wakes you up and helps you do what you do. Yeah. I feel like, uh, I feel like I came across this thing and it was saying like being of service to people is, mm. is like where it's at. You know, and there's this Bible verse and I'm going to butcher it and I can't even say which verse it is, but it was something like I came across it when we first moved here and it was basically like whoever wants to be a leader must first become the servant. And then it said uh, there's lines I can't remember now, but then it says like even the son of man didn't like come to be served, but to give his life a ransom for everyone, you know, for, for many, for the masses. And so 
I'm like, yeah, like that's where it's at. Like we're not to get to where we want to go. It's not like, what do I need to do for me? I really believe it's like, what was I put here to do for others? And then that's where I'm going to find fulfillment. Like, at least that's what I'm finding, like in my own self is like, I don't feel purposeful. Like, I don't feel like I want to wake up in the morning just thinking about like, what, what do I want? Like, I found that, like, I don't, I don't find that fulfillment anymore. Cause I thought that's what it was. Like, I thought I'm like, I want all these things. These are my goals. And then like, I've hit some of the goals and then I'm like, that didn't feel like I thought it was going to feel, you know? And so it's like, I'm recognizing now it's like, like the goal of like being able to make that phone call last night, that was not a goal that I had set in my mind. Like, I'm going to move to Nashville and then I'm going to like, oh yeah, like I'm going to make this call. That's going to feel so good. Like that was not the goal. Could you imagine telling Kate telling that be like, like being a year or so ago and telling him that and he'd be like, what are you talking about? Right. Are you insane right now? Right. What is all this? Right. What is this? Exactly. He would, it would not have, but like I recognize like my love for music, all of this wouldn't have, like, I wouldn't have known this person. I wouldn't have like, I wouldn't have had the platform to even put my, like my platform is very small in comparison, like, like just putting that out there, but like just to have a platform at all to say, Hey, this is what I'm going through. And then like connecting these pieces, like none of this would have happened without my love for music. So I'm seeing that now. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm anxious to see where it all goes, obviously. But yeah, that's kind of, I guess I, I went on another rampage or another tangent, but no, there's no, there's no directive <laughs> here. No, you know what it also can do. I don't know if, if you get like this, but you know, when you think about it, now you know the reach that you have and like how much you can help now the bigger you get the more people you can help yeah so i think that's so cool it's you know it's that little it's that little edge like you want to get you want to get more followers because you don't know who else is, Mm. is suffering without any idea where to begin yeah i think that's really cool to like put the motivation that way like Cause you're right. I mean, you're right. Like say Taylor Swift has, has a motive or like she's going through something, like she puts it out there. Like she's going to, she's a bringing in donations, probably like no other, if she wanted to, because of her reach. I think that's really cool. Like having that um, perspective of motivation, like, cause the bigger, the bigger that, that reaches. Yeah. The, the bigger that you can, you can help. I think that's such a cool, yeah. Yeah. Cool spin on that. Yeah. I, I love, um, have you ever heard of E.T., Eric Thomas, the hip-hop preacher? No, I thought you meant like E.T. phone home oh. for a second. No, so he's a, <laughs> he's a like motivational speaker, kind of like team builder guy. Okay. Man. He's, I'm going to look him up. He's, he's awesome. So he, he is he, you say he's like hip-hop preacher, like is he like singing? That's what his, singing? he first came out as, E.T., the hip-hop preacher, but now he's just Eric Thomas, which is really cool. Cool, he's yeah. Like, yeah, and... um he, I mean, he makes his money through speaking and he gives mm-hmm. back a ton. So right? cool. And he, he was talking and he's like, he makes a good, a lot of money. And he's like, okay. I'm able to help a lot of people and do more things. And then he's like, he's like, how can I basically, how can I give back more? Like, what mm-hmm. is it that I'm not doing that? that I should be doing for my community that I should be doing for others that were like me. So he was homeless. 
he wow. was homeless. Um, didn't have a dad, like, and he he tells a story. It's really cool. He's wow. not cool to go through that, but like, yeah, it's cool yeah. that he, he's like, and now here I am. Like, he had an opportunity. He's wow. like, God told me to speak. God told me to do all these uh. things. Like, it took, took, takes him to, like, this place, and he's like, God told me, you know, to help all these people, and he was going on how he's going to do it, or like what he wanted to focus on. Yeah. He's like, there's no way I could help this many people with what I'm making now. So wow. I have to make this much more so I can give it back. Wow, so that just gave me such chills. That's so cool. It's so wild. That's so cool, like yeah. When someone like that or like you has uh, that motivation like to help more, it's awesome. Yeah, that's so cool. I, I'll have to listen to his. Well, thank you for that compliment of even comparing me to him because he sounds awesome. It's, but like, I'll have to look up his story too because that's I think that's why I like documentaries so much too. Because it's like, it's so true. Like we have our path that like we want, you know, that like, you know, for all different reasons this is what we want. And then I love seeing like, that's not always, but maybe that wanting that then leads you here. But it's like, I mean, trust me, my goal. I'm like, I still want to play on the Grand Old Opry. Like that is still like, that's still like, oh, I, that's sure, what sure. I want, you know? And, um, but I know like with that one, it, it, it will be used in other ways, but I think that is, that is so cool. I'm gonna have to look up his story, but that's what I love. I think that's why I love documentaries because it's always like curveball life. And then there's always something that comes from that, you know? Hey, that's very true. You get that little jolt of energy. You're like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, look what they, look what they did yes. from that. Like, Oh, oh man. Rising from the ashes. Two things, two things. One, um, that's why I love doing this. Cause it's like documenting where you are, like what your story is, so kind of cool. like who you are, you know, or, or even me, like throughout the, you know, the talks I get to see and hear and, and go through and talk about my mindset mm -hmm. of where I am with this move or, or anything like that. Yeah. And, and I know for sure my perspective has changed on things down here. Um, on things down here way more than sorry no that's all good actually it's funny somebody's calling me from anvil <laughs> so <I don't laughs> yeah yeah um but yeah i get to see and and understand my perspectives changing in my mind it's, that's cool it'll probably be really cool like to listen back oh I'm and be sure. like because okay so i'm trying to remember exactly when it was that we saw you but and, and i can't remember the exact date but how long have you now been living here well, we've been here for seven months. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that, like, right. how has that been for you? Like, have you, do you know, do you notice, like, where your perspective has, has shifted without even listening back? You, you know what? Yeah. And most of it is, it was really in denial of, it, it was in my denial of uh, saying that I, I know Nashville, basically. Mm. Like, like, I know what to do. I just need to do this and this yeah. instead of just doing yeah. it. Like, you know, your process to doing this, this, this might not be directly going to this, this, this. Yeah. It's, it's understanding the system and, you know, knowing other people that know how to get you there. So, yeah. you, you know, it's that for sure. Opening up to that. I think you yeah. always know it, but you just sometimes you just want to be smarter than you think 
you you are. You yeah. Know? You're like, no, that's why would. Yeah, because you were traveling here too. Like you were traveling back and forth. Sometimes. A decent you know, amount too, right? Honestly, not really. Like maybe okay. once a year. Okay. Probably less. Obviously, less than I should have. But I, I didn't know if I was ever going to come down to Nashville. Yeah. Like, I I understood the game up there, um, and how to just keep rocking it. Like uh-huh. keep. Thr- not just necessarily, I understood how to expand our circles um, up there. And I, I did it fairly well. You did, yeah. And, I mean, you still are. You're well, still connected in there, yes, you know, with that. But um, it's a different game down here with, with that tar- <coughs> target market um, is very hard to go back to each weekend. Like mm. to drive up with a band, come yeah, back with a band. Yeah, right. It's very tough. So like, now, now I have to understand the game down here to where I don't have to go there every month or every two months or something. I can grow my markets this way and then yeah. get back up there once every year or something. Yeah, and because I, I, I totally know what you mean too. Like almost working s- smarter, not harder. Just like using that expression, like. Because that's that's where I'm at, too, like just trying to figure out like I think, too, I guess it's going back to like not square one because it's not square one. But like as far as. Yeah, like knowing what venues like we had like, oh, I'm friends with the owner of this bar now because I've been playing here for years. So it's like, hey, I'm just going to call you up and hey, do you have any openings or or they say, hey, I have an opening. it's It's a different dynamic than you come here. You're like. Oh, that's right. Like now I have to reach out. I need to go knock on doors. I need to like, I, I'm not going to, I don't think spoiled is the right word, but like comfortable, like it was comfortable. And so moving, it's it was like, almost a different job. Yeah. Know? It's different. Yeah. It, it's, that's just what it is. And, or maybe it's like the same job, but different apartment. You're like, yeah. Oh, now I'm in accounting. All right. I, all right. I get it. Same yeah. Thing, I guess. I don't yeah. know. It's yeah. It's, it's neat. Um, that's cool. So you've kind of figured out the adapting the mindset yeah. that need that you needed. And actually, you know, yeah, I guess that's a good way. Adapt the mindset. It's just, you know, you want, you want to come down and tell yourself that, um, because of the work that you've done previously, it should be. Being crazy calls. I never get calls. <laughs> Getting hit up. I'm so sorry. That's all good. Um, shoot, I forget what I was really talking Because of the work that you. Oh, because of the work that you've done somewhere else, like you forget how to start over, like you were saying. Oh yeah, you, that's a good way to say it. You, you just yeah. forget, and and then when you remember what starting over is, you're like. You're like, oh, (laughs) that's right. That's right. That's what this means. Right. Man, I fought it so hard for like the first week or two. And then I was like, yeah, yeah, I got to. to. Somebody should kick my ass right now because I need to. Yeah. Well, then that's what you have. You're like partner. Like that's Lauren. She sees that. She'll see it. Yeah. Isn't isn't it crazy? Like what were some of the first uh, feelings like did you or gross? I should say when, when you started being here oh well <laughs> we had we had like 
we had a weird, like, I don't know. I guess my moving here was weird because not that everyone doesn't have a weird situation, but like I was still in the point of like my, I'm going to say recovery because I like my health journey is maybe a better word that I, I was fearful of every building I went into. Mm. I, um, which I still wear the ionizer thing. Um, oh, but I was gonna say, which I don't have it on, but yeah. cause I'm like, okay, this is another, like, so with monitoring re-exposure, it's like you have certain things that you look at in houses and like, I should have been like, Hey, have you ever had any like water damage in your house or whatever? But I'm trying not to be super paranoid about it now, but like when I go into a place, I'm like, okay, if it's a really old like building, um, then I'll like wear that. So that um, it emits negatively charged um, ions to attach to positively charged particles within like three feet of you. And so it kind of drops to the ground. So it helps like clean the air around you. But honestly, like I'm just like a walking tester, like for like all this stuff. So, uh, but I was wearing that and I was also wearing this mask that filtered um, to like the micron that I need. So it was like 0.1 micron was the particle size that like your lungs, like if the size of your lungs, it was, there was some science behind it. I can't that's remember a, it all. That's a very small. Micro. Very, very small. So big, it's yeah. like mycotoxins and endotoxins are also the, it's like the byproduct of mold. Like I'm not saying this as a, like an educated person. I'm just, this is all I've learned. So there's probably a lot more to it if someone's listening and they're like oh that's not it but like of what i understand so like those are the like really really small particles so yeah so like not just mold but the byproduct of just like building materials that have had water damage um so anyway that can also irritate the system so i was wearing this mask and i had the ionizer on all the time and i was fearful of the buildings i went into and so it was really hard for me to like go out and like not stick out like a sore thumb. And like, I got people who had like made comments cause everyone thought it was for COVID, which makes sense. I mean, that's the world we lived in. And in one sense, I like blended really, really I was well just gonna bring up, until yeah. like people stopped wearing, I was like, Oh shoot, we're all not wearing masks anymore. And now like, I'm like, cool thing now? yeah, like Damn. awesome. And so then, then when, when that kind of season ended, which I'm really glad for like everyone else that, that I'm glad that's where we're at now. But it was interesting. So like I had, I had a hard time mentally, like mm -hmm. trying to fit in, trying to go out, trying to embrace the world of like going to writer's rounds and stuff. And so like people didn't really want to approach me. And so, which I, which I get, I mean, it's like a barrier. Like you can't see that ever half of your face. <laughs> like, so, so some people don't want to come and be like, Hey, like they don't see that I'm smiling at them when they're walking towards me sort of thing, you know? So yeah. like I, not that they intentionally were just shying away, but I think that was a little bit of a barrier. So I struggled like with the mental aspect of everything. Um, and also like when we first moved down here, we lived in our camper and that was, so the one that we had then was um, 17 foot and we found mold in it. And it was, so, so actually we found mold in the one like really bad before we left. And then they, the, the company sent us a new one. And then I went to like do a, a YouTube video. And so I was like taking the um, food out of the one compartment and then it was wet, like all wet behind it. So the mold didn't even have, it was just wet, like water damage. Like, and so I found that as we were living in it, we had one, uh, a week and a half before our house was to come down. Yeah. 
And so it just like rocked me. Like I just felt like I couldn't be safe in any environment. I was paranoid. Like I was in that fight or flight all the time. And so, and then like at the same time, you know, you leave your family, you leave all your support group that you had naturally from your home. So it was rough. It was rough. You're probably thinking like, is this a sign? Oh man. Well, I, I love this book and I listened to the audio version. I've listened to this book. Like it's probably been like five times over the years, over years. But like anytime I am trying to do something that I'm like super fearful of, but I feel like the pull to do, I'll listen to this book. It's called you are a badass. (laughs) Have you heard of it? By Jen Sincero. She's freaking hilarious. And so like, I love it. I love the book. But like even that, like that she says sometimes when you're going after something that like you're so meant to do, like the universe or like the devil's like, hmm, let me see how serious you really are. <laughs> like, let me let me throw these balls of fire at you. And so she's like, it, it was perfect time when I listened to it. She's like, instead of viewing all these things that are going wrong as like a sign that you shouldn't be doing it, maybe it's a sign like you are on the right path. You got to break through these things. Dude. Yes. It's it's wild. It's so wild. It's so wild because it's so mental too. It's totally so, like literally everything's um, like a mental game. It's man. So you guys are in a non-mold house now? So we yeah, we <laughs> built we ended up sending that camper back so we stayed in it for the next week and a half. We built a tiny house in Pennsylvania with builders. Yes. And that was because of like okay, we can control this environment. We know we used materials that like had low um, off-gassing, like low risk of VOCs that I also was sensitive to. So like we knew like, okay, this is the environment that we can control. V- Sorry, VOCs is a new term, by the way. Volatile organic yeah. compounds. Yeah, like it's a new- Isn't that uh, crazy? It, yeah, it was almost a, a little buzzword for a little bit. Uh-huh. And it's a new one for- like the public it's weird to hear yeah yeah it's super weird like a lot of the stuff that i like we so we um worked with an indoor environmental professional like who was versed in cirs versed in service because there's so many like nuances especially of tiny homes where you can create environments that are like perfect for moisture humidity and mold like so when we were like okay we're gonna build a tiny house so then i'm like okay like i'm looking up stuff and this video pops up on youtube and it said like mold all in my tiny house like it was this and i was like oh oh no like oh no so we we found this guy and i'm so grateful we did because he was telling us about like all these different tools. So we're actually, we we're making an online course now for people who want to build tiny houses. Like it's like from the beginning, finding the builder to the end, like setting up the land, but it has all the stuff in there that we learned along the way. Cause there's no, like, there's no like, Hey, Google this, like stay away from these things. Like, and, like we had to go through so many hoops to try to learn the information that we did. And so I'm like, this just needs to be out there. So like we were still making it. We were working on it for like a couple months. But yeah, so we we created this house. And but one of the, like the um the, like the testers for us, like, oh, like the universe testing us, the guy, the moving company, so it's 12 wide. So we couldn't drive it down. The moving company was like a reputable moving company, but the guy that drove our house down ended up like he was on something. Like, he got there, like, seven hours after he was supposed to. He stopped answering his phone. Then he told us his brakes went out on the highway. And he, like, finally figured out how to make it stop. And then he gets there. It's nighttime. 
he has damage to our house. And so the roof, so my whole paranoia of like the building, not my whole, I got a couple paranoia spots, but the big one was the roof because I'm thinking roof, roof leak, you know, like your mind. So I was like, Caden, like there was damage to the corners of the, like, and it really wasn't a lot. Like, but in my mind, I'm like a little, little dent is going to freak me out, you know? So it was like the corners were peeled back from me running into trees, two sides of our house, like got chewed up and he's like, oh, I just ran into something at the gas station. And then, like, one of our siding panels was off, and the other part was gouged. And I'm like, dude, like, what happened? Like, what happened here? Oh, and I just ran into something. Yeah, he's like, I ran into it. He was like, that happened at a gas station. And he's like, okay, you need to pay me. You need to pay me now. And so Kate and I were like, dude, it's dark. Like, it's like 930 at night now. We don't know where, what else, like, what other damage do you think there was? Like, did you have anything yeah. else? So there was a whole big thing here. Come to find out he didn't have insurance. So I was like, we'll pay you the full amount. But like, just in case there is a lot more damage than we're seeing right now, would you mind giving us your insurance information? And like, we'll gladly pay you the whole amount. So there was like an argument, like it was bad. I'm like, what else could go wrong? <laughs> like what else? And so it was a mess. And um, he ended up bursting pipes under our house. He hit something like PVC pipes. Oh, I thought you meant like on purpose after. Your no, like well, he threatened to come back. So we ended up paying. We're like, okay, well, we'll pay you like three fourths of it. And then we'll like see if the damage is more than that. Like, how about we do it that way? And there, or you can just give your insurance. We'll pay you the whole thing, whatever. But it was such a mess. And then he was calling me the next day. Caden was working. So he's calling me, threatening he's going to come back and like take the house because it's on wheels like he could easily just put it up on the on the truck and and take it so like I was in the house like freaking out my dad's like talking to him on the phone trying to calm him down because my dad works for an insurance company so he like knows he's like dude like this is how it is like you can't manipulate me because I know what it is but it was it was a mess like it was such it was such a mess but Glad to say we are we are in a mold-free home that we know of, and um, but we we're doing the best we can, you know. But that just comes back to the whole like, how serious are you about going after your dreams? And sometimes it's like way harder of a path, but it's like okay, what's the what's the other piece of it? You're just gonna sit in the can you know your comfortable place and not live the life that feels on purpose. Like that's the other that's the other side of the coin. So it's like, you might as well, let's go through fire to get to a place that sets your soul on fire, then sit and feel like, oh, I didn't do what my purpose was, you know? Man, yes. Yeah, it's like, even though this sucks, what's the, what's the other side of the coin? Man, that's such a nice way to put it. Damn. Yeah, well, it just kind of flew out of me. I don't know, it's, <laughs> maybe someone needs to hear that who's listening. But yeah, this I always is, think of that. This is great. Is it? I, I I'm mean, so enjoying this yeah. and just like tell me to, I feel like I ramble sometimes. So you tell me, Are you kidding me? I ramble. Tell me. I ramble half okay. the time. All right. Okay. It's, it's quite okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. But yeah. So I want to hear more about your experiences though. You've been here for seven months. Down here? Yeah. I want to hear more about how everything's going. Oh man. It's, it's going, you know, I think, I think, uh, you know, the first couple of months I had a hard time like starting over going in a direction, you know, I was, I was so worried about doing the right thing, you know, at, 
I was like so worried that I didn't want to get caught. I didn't want to get ca- caught up like doing something that wasn't going to help me in the long run. And I kept oh, overthinking yeah. it. Like wasting time. Like I don't yes. want to waste time. Yeah. And so I kind of, I got out of that mindset and was, and, um, that was, you know, the first big one that I really appreciate it. And then, um, it's been, it's been good. It's been great. You know, we met a lot of cool people Yeah, and have gotten to, you know, do a lot of cool things in a very short time. Yeah. Like I saw you just played, um, the listening room in, in Pigeon Forge. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Super fun. I got, I played it downtown. Did you? Yes. And I was oh, like, Oh, that's so cool. In like the first like four months or so. And I, and Oh, I that's was, such a goal. That's like, like one what? of my bucket list ones. Yeah. Yes. And I so was like, amazing. This is weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And that was, that was obviously like really nice. It's, such a great vibe isn't it like at the listening room like i know it wasn't the same oh, one man. but it has like the same i mean it looks the same it's you know but it's, it's obviously insane. a different place like it's quiet mm-hmm. you're playing your songs people are listening to the lyrics too you sing it and you're, you're like yeah you're like this is so cool yeah i mean it's it's different from like a live show because it you know when we play shows or whatever people will listen and they'll come for you mm-hmm. but you, it's not like the, as intimate as the listening room. Yeah. Like, yeah. So no, it's totally different. And that's what I really like. I was like, Ooh, this is, this is it. Like, you know, we, we, as musicians, we play some gigs that it's like, we're paid to be wallpaper in a, you know what I mean? Like not, not negative in a negative way. Sometimes no, that's, that's just how it is. It, I heard someone say wallpaper. that. I, and I was like, oh, that, that is the best way to say it. Like it's this wallpaper is beautiful. It's very stylish. <laughs> it's very nice. But like, that's just some, that's what you need to, that's some of the gigs you have to play just to get, you know, get to where you want to go. And, but I think it is like totally cool. Like whenever you're playing and you're like, especially writing, like, I don't know, like, so people, people have said, I don't know, but people ask you this question, they're like, okay, well, are you artist or are you writer? And that's like, well, I mean, I'm, I'm both. Like, and, but I never knew like what to say because I always was scared I was going to say the wrong thing, put myself in a, a bubble and like, yeah. you know, and that, like you said, like you're always worried that you're going to do the wrong thing and waste time. Like I can, I can relate to that and totally, I think that was so cool to mention because it's like the fear of not, not doing the right thing not fear of failure, I guess kind of, in a sense, like when you could have been doing the right thing, you know, and then you end up pulling yourself back. You, what it is, I think for me is that I, I, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like the goals you set, you know, you want to do in the quickest amount of time mm-hmm. and you think there's this time crunch or like that if I get it done quicker, I can do, I can just be better. So if I just focus on that instead of, you know, just letting life journey you. Yeah. Um, like giving into the, the pace and like giving into the current instead of just fighting it and yes. making it your own. Cause no matter what, we're always going to get overpowered <laughs> if it's not it. But yeah, it's, it's so true. It's so, so true. And so that's where like, I love I recognize and I like work through that and I'm like, no, the, the, the way that like I feel the most on fire is when I am, I write a song and I get 
to pour my heart out and like I get lost in the song whenever I'm performing it like because mm. and like the most validating piece of like the puzzle is, is actually at, at the Pigeon Forge the listening room this woman came up and I sang two songs or I sang a bunch of songs but the two she came up and said like I did this song Body Will Break when and I wrote it during the whole like yeah. healing process for me because I was resenting I was like on a whole different level of resenting my body and what it wasn't doing like before now I've like come to peace and still struggle with it but like I I play that song and then she came up and was just saying how she like has lupus and she just really like was having a hard time with it and then I'm like like that that's it like when I, whenever you lose yourself you know they say you're doing what you're supposed to be doing whenever you like lose yourself and you lose track of time and you kind of just get lost. I was like, that's when I get lost, is when I just close my eyes and just like Sleep. get to perform that song. Yeah. And so I was like, no, like I am an artist and a writer. Like I can be both, like, you know, like people do both all the time. And so, but that, that question was hard for me to answer for a while because I was so scared I was gonna say the wrong thing and you know, whatever. Oh, man, you see, you hear all these things. I heard somebody on TikTok you know, when you see, it just puts this little thing in your head. Like, you're going to say the wrong thing. He's like, if anybody asks you what you do, you say music business. So they know you're for business or something. Oh, and I was cool. Like, I was like, huh, maybe that's right. Maybe that's like a cool thing to say. And then when then, when it, when somebody's like, what do you do? I'm always like, music business. They're like, I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> uh, I play music. And they're like, okay, cool. For like what? And Instead of just be like, yeah, I live in Nashville and I'm an artist or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, Is that, so it's really interesting you bring that up though, because like, I feel like there's almost like, not, a, not shame, but like, there's some sort of like feeling like, so. It's, it's weird because if you call yourself, well, I, I'm going through like, do you call yourself a country artist or do you call yeah. yourself something else? And then you're like, there's such a big gap. You know, huh. of like these big Miranda Lambert, uh -huh. like Garth Brooks, and then Gary yeah, Schultz and Olivia. You're right. Like, you're right. Like, you know, I I still am. What's <laughs> yeah, and that's where like I think people, I don't know. It's so funny because there's some people that are like super nice and supportive, and like there's so many people who are supportive of like up and coming artists. Like I'm not saying that there isn't, yeah. but there are some people who it's like, okay, they won't take you seriously until you are that person. Well, where do you think Miranda Lambert started? Did do she born out of the freaking womb and she became Miranda Lambert rocking on the well, stage? Well, can't use her because that did happen. <laughs> okay, maybe I shouldn't use her. Maybe I shouldn't use her. I should use someone else. But like some people are like born into it. But like some, I mean, like where do you think they started? But I had, okay, I legit like, okay. I was at a doctor's appointment. I, this gets me, oh, this makes me mad still. This is like my angry fist of fury. I was at this doctor's appointment and like you have to write down like occupation. what your occupation. I, I wrote down singer songwriter. I'm like, I don't know what, what else, like I'm, I'm songwriter, but I'm also like all these other things, but I was using music full time at that point, And it was like right after I quit my job at the salon and like was doing music full time. And the, doctor he was like so I see like so you're a singer-songwriter I was like yeah and he's like so what do you do 
but you just sit in your basement and you like write songs and you just hope someone will play them? I, I was speechless. I'm like, what? Like I literally, like I, I can't even remember what I said after that. Like uh, I, my mind went blank. Like I still have no memory of like, I just remember feeling angry and then I went, I went out and they're like, so when do you want to uh, schedule your follow-up appointment? And I scheduled a follow-up. I'm like, what the heck? And then I called later and I was like, first of all, I got to tell you what happened. Like, I couldn't tell you. I was so, um, like, just awestruck. But I think there's a point, and this is totally getting off topic of, like, uh, what I was going for. But, like, a point that I want to say is not, like, losing your comfortability to make other people like not like uncomfortable like I often do that like I'll make myself uncomfortable if someone's doing something that's not right and was obviously not cool I'll sit there in my uncomfortability just so I don't say anything that makes them feel uncomfortable oh man and I'm like wait a minute and that's what I did like in that situation but there's like and then and then from then on I felt anxiety anytime I'd be like occupation I'd be like and so but music business like and then they won't make fun of me but it's just it's so crazy <laughs> like what what am i supposed you to say just make something up be like I, i'm a forest uh ranger yeah right they'll be like oh cool they're gonna ask questions but there's some people who are like that like that doctor and yeah. then there's some people saying you have to forge through that like mental blocking of like fear of like whatever judgment to get to the place where like the listening room and someone comes up to you and says that song moved me like I needed that song. It's like that is what makes this like other piece worth it. Like screw you, Mr. Doctor Man. I'm going to keep just mentally picturing that moment, you know, so it's just like and it goes back to mental game, everything everything it's so wild it's all i don't know if other lauren lauren's funny also lauren's the best at that like not not too worried uh i don't know like you said you're you are okay being awkward or putting yourself you can see it happening or something yeah and then you're like okay well i'm gonna do this because clearly like yeah, I and it's and it, I kick myself like, every time because I'm like, I, I should have said to the doctor, like, excuse me, like, what is happening here? Like, like, why are you, like, yeah. where's this judgment coming from? Why do you feel like you need to, like, tell me these things? I should have been like, hey, let's, let's just voice the elephant in the room that this isn't cool and I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. You know, instead of sitting there feeling my shame that was random for no reason. Either he was jealous or he just truly didn't get it. He can't comprehend. Like, yeah. What I was gonna say is she's good at not it just doing it and yeah. not worrying about it. That's like, good. That's a gift. And, and like, it's funny it's, if you know how you and I would be like, oh, they might feel really bad or something. We, she'd yeah. be like, she's like, well, that's okay. You're you're allowed to feel bad, but like, I don't yeah. have to interrupt my day for that. That's like, so good. Like, yeah. Man, I love that. Either, that's awesome. And, or and. That doctor, he like people make those comments as if it's like, like you're scumming from the earth or something. Yeah, you know, and you're like, like I don't know, man, you don't enjoy music. Yeah, like, like what do you think you listen to? Like, and that's what I was telling my one friend this, and because I was just shook up. I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm trying so hard, like blah blah, and I was so frustrated. And she's like, you should say, like, 
so what if you had a day where you didn't hear any music ever? Just one day. If you go through one day, you hear no music. So, so walk into that elevator where now you feel awkward because you're like sit, standing in silence. Well, wouldn't that be nice to have that music? Who do you think did that? Someone sitting in their yeah. basement <laughs> hoping yeah. somebody would freaking listen to their song. But I'm like, oh, oh that's cool. Sorry, good. Basement. Yeah. Heck yeah. I feel like I've, I've yeah, tried to take mental notes because I was like, there was a couple things we said. I'm going to listen back because I'm like, I'm we got to write these in our notes. <laughs> we got to write these in our notes. Look, if there's anything on your mind, feel free to, to write Man. it in now. I, did, I know. I know that one would be fun. Like, you could totally do like a little... Um, uh, Muscadine Bloodline, like oh, they, cool. they, and like, just make it about your story of always sitting in your basement and like, oh, so cool, sitting in your basement on the way to the, uh, like you know, good song. Kind of like I love, like I love that song, um, uh, Ashley McBride, um, going nowhere. Going no- is that what it is? That oh it's called going nowhere. Ooh. Not bad for a, a girl going nowhere. Yes. I'm like yes, preach. But yeah, it, it is. It's, and that's what I'm finding. So you like asked me coming back like a while ago. You asked like, like to, how was it like moving here and like the growth. That's the that's the growth I think that I've had is my mental game. Dude. Like I had always like I I've and I'll say it like openly even though because this is like I've gone to therapy for years. Like and I was so sad when I left my lady because she's in Pennsylvania and she can't like do the whole virtual. Yeah. It was so dumb. But like. I even then so like I know that I've grown in that way like just from having that like one-on-one like okay what's why am I doing like why am I feeling this way sort of thing but like since moving here and not having that like person to go to to tell me like oh no this is what it is and like having to recognize it myself Mm. granted I could find somebody else and I probably will eventually you know find somebody but I've definitely grown a lot like just in my mental my mental like um, game, I guess, is the best way to say it. Yeah. You know? So, like, if, if something's changed the most about me since moving here, it'd be that. And trying to have a little bit of a thicker skin. <laughs> Which is, that's my, well, I think it's, my, yeah, my next single coming out is called Somewhere in Between that I wrote literally because I was like, I gotta find some thick skin, man. Mm. But I, but being callous is boring. Like, no one wants to be callous because then you can't write. You can't be that person. You can't be that light that you want to be. And so it's like, gotta find that balance you know that's very true yeah it's uh don't you hate it when you're like fuck i thought i had life figured out I yeah be clear for the next 60 70 years call it good you know i don't have to learn yeah. anything more yeah that's so stupid we, literally it's there's sometimes that i really do embrace and appreciate the change and there's many times that i fight it uh-huh. you know just yeah. like you almost think like you see, I don't know, just some circumstances like once and you're like in your mind, you almost do like a quick ba- a, like check. You're like, should I like really pay attention to that? Is that how I'm going to change? Mm. No, I'll just, mm-hmm. and then it keeps happening and you're like, I guess I got to, you're like, okay, I guess I got to adapt this to my personality now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, right. It's, it is so funny. Like literally on a daily basis, I'll be like, Ooh, I think I got things figured out. Cool. <laughs> cool. Hey, Kaden. I figured my life out. Like, don't even worry about it. I know I've stressed before. And then the next day I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) It's like daily, but you know, it's just like roller coaster. Poor Kaden. He's so, he's so constant. Like he's a very, (laughs) 
you he's know, right yeah. yeah, he's he's so awesome. And just so then I'm like, Phew, do do do, and then he's like, just my steady steady boat. <laughs> this looks. This reminds me. It would be like a meme of like, if if he just saw all the text and it only showed you text and you were like one second you're like, oh my god, I got a puppy. Oh, but the puppy got sick. Like, oh my god, but he had a twin brother. I got another puppy, and then, then it's like. Oh, uh, but he puked on my floor. Yes. Oh, my God. I just cleaned the floor. There's hardwood floor underneath here. Oh, my God. But it's rotted. It's like just up and down. I'm like, wow, this is an adventure. Like, literally, like, in one day. And so it's funny because all, like, we're, we'll text now that he's, like, traveling. Oh, so yeah, we yeah. text most of the time. So it's funny because literally, like, the one day he's, like, I, he couldn't look at his phone for like a couple hours. And I'm like, Kaden, I had this really great meeting and it went so well and like all this stuff happened. And I was like, oh my God, I, I just got this phone call that like <laughs> this thing happened. And then I was like, holy crap, like I just got this paying gig. Like there was these four things legit, like in a text message in a row. And he like, got on and he's like, Olivia, like the last couple hours, like literally was the most roller coaster of emotions. And I'm like, I know, like I was the one living it. <laughs> like, trust me, I know. But it is so funny though. It is. It's yeah, like, wow. so too. But that's, that's like literally, that's the lifestyle that it is, you know? I and I know everybody has. I know everybody has yeah. in their lives. It's just, it's so funny to see it. Isn't it funny how sometimes you, it, like a lot of that comes at, all at the same time? Yeah. Like for whatever reason, one piece of good news happens right before another piece <laughs> yeah. or, or before a bad piece or like something. You're like, yeah. man, what is going on? Why yeah. did everybody decide to make a decision today? Yeah. Like, couldn't you just spread it out a little yes. bit? Like, come on. <laughs> come on now. It is so funny. It is. It's like, and that's what my parents are so sweet because then, you know, my, my poor mom, I usually call her and I'm like, like all this stuff like and just like vending and she's like okay I know she's like I know this is hard right now but remember literally yesterday this awesome thing happened and I'm like oh you're freaking right you're right you're right you're right you're right I remember and that. Yeah. yeah it's like dang it I am I am freaking out I am freaking out for no reason <laughs> but it, it's just it's how it is you know roller coaster man it is dude Liv do you have anything like coming up this week do you how many rounds at, like i know it's christmas time pretty much so i don't know if you're trying to slow down or do you have yeah. like frequent ones that you try and get to or um i love going and just like hanging out like tuna yeah. bop like was one of my ones i just like hanging out you have say? you been there tuna bop yet at cabana taps i thought you said tuna bop tuna and bop. i was like that's not what you said on tuesday I was like, oh, on, no, yeah. on tuesdays uh I think it starts at six at Cabana Taps. I, I love just hanging out there. There. That's the one behind. Um, that's the one right next to the college. It's like, yeah, it's okay. right near. Yeah, it's right near the college. I'm really like geography is not my like. It's not my thing. Yeah. I use like my GPS for everything. But yeah, it's in that direction. <laughs> but I like just like just hanging out wise. Like I'll go to that one. But I like. I mean, I like playing as many as I can. But like tomorrow. Um, so Friday, whatever the date is, is that actually Thursday the eighth? That you you guys keep up with yours. Listen, that's really good. I kind of made her because I'm I impressed. Her, I was like the first time I saw it, I was like, "This is stupid. What are you doing?" She's like, "No, I like to get up every morning and I'll turn them 
and I'll have the correct date. Oh, and then morning. it's like fresh start. Here yes, we are. That's and, actually really cool. But a few times she's missed it. I'm like, oh, that's weird. I could have sworn today was Wednesday, but it's, it says it's Tuesday. I'm wrong. So I've teased her too much about it. <laughs> and, oh. and she's changed. She's like, oh, I'm on it. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, you won't get me again. Yes. Uh-uh. Yes. She's, she does shit like that. If I, that's honestly, awesome. Honestly, if I ever wanted something to change or like have her do something for me every day, I, I like walk in like, man, it's funny. I really could have used a sandwich right now and like do it enough. It'd be like, there's a sandwich every day just to prove the point <laughs> for me to stop saying it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so good. Well, that's what they say. Like uh, in that, in that badass book I was talking about, I'm like, I just did this with my friend and cause she's like wanting to find the job that sets her on fire and she's like i just need to do something purposeful all stuff mm. and she's like i'm losing motivation like and so i'm like okay bet me so they say like bet someone a hundred dollars that buy like enough money that you don't want to spend it but like you can still like eat that week you know but like bet someone as much money as that is and then if like like i'm gonna bet you if i do not send in like five applications by friday like I owe you like I'm giving you that money and like they say like write the check out with the name it just don't obviously don't like sign it and give it to him but like have it sitting there on your desk to motivate you like if I do not do this by this time oh, yeah. you have to do it to someone ruthless who will actually take your money and so I was just doing this with my friend even though I don't think I'm ruthless enough I'll be like it's fine you get a couple more days <laughs> like don't worry about it but like but that's exactly the same yeah. sort of thing same sort of thing you just kind of yeah. like but how I got on that tangent was I'm impressed that that actually says the eighth, but on the ninth tomorrow, Friday, I'm playing at Nash house. Have you been there yet? It's like a couple blocks off Broadway. So it's okay. not like quite, quite, quite in the craziest. Uh, I think so. Okay. I think so. I play. Mm. Is it next to docks or anything? Me? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't think so. It's next to a hotel. Let me look. Hmm. I like this proves my, geography skills oh there we go no it's eighth ave eight eight okay oh so it's up a little bit mm -hmm. so it's just a, it's a little bit off broadway yeah, yeah, yeah but it's still it's nice because then people will come there and like have their little pregame party and yeah. stuff and then they'll go down and and do that but so i'm playing there tomorrow and then i'm actually this is the first time i'm going up to pennsylvania and not playing a show yeah and it's weird like this is literally the first time going up not doing it but like Caden's starting school. We don't know when we're going to see all our friends. So we're taking our camper up and we're just doing like a tour of like all our friends and family's houses and just like having a night with them and just really enjoying that time because awesome. we we're like, we haven't done that yet. No, that's and really cool. so we're excited. So we're going to go up for the holidays and then we're actually making a pit stop though. We're flying to Austin, Texas next on the 19th. So whenever that is, but they're doing that Malachi's message, the nonprofit that I teamed up with. They're doing like this event and I'm going to play Body Will Break that song and like talk about the fun. I'm I'm super pumped. It, they're like brought together like everybody in like the mold world, which is kind of intimidating because I was like, this is so weird. Like I'm going to sing this song where I was just like in a bad place. And now I'm singing it to all the people who are making a difference to other people in their lives. Like it was like super full circle, you know, so yeah. so that's what I have coming up that I'm excited about. Um, but like, as far as writer's rounds, I'm actually not playing in any until the new year. So yeah. yeah. What about you? You're playing, you're playing New Year's Eve. Did I see that on up Instagram. In, yeah. Up in uh, PA. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. Oh man. That'll be cool. Um, let me show you. So it's this new place. It's in Redline. So it's in our hometown. 
Um, That'll be awesome. And and let me show you. This place is beautiful. So did you, they just open like like yeah. new new like you, that? You've been to um, XL. Yeah. Okay. Now let me tell you this place with their lights and their sound they blow XL out of the water. Really? Yes. Now Whoa. As, now as far as like the club theme like <coughs> they just opened up so they're still figuring a bunch of stuff out too. Right, but that makes sense. It's I got to I got to see. What's it called again? I can't remember the Double name. Double Barrel Roadhouse. That's right. I saw that. And um Oh yeah, if you ever want to do a show up there that's super Just cool. Let me know. I'll, I'll get you hooked up. Um, so, is it a new great. build, like, or did they renovate? No. So, it's actually the first mega church. What? Yes, the very first mega church in the U.S. Redline, Pennsylvania. What? To be broadcasted. Really? So, was the sound and everything already there? No. Not oh, okay. really. Not really. They okay. had like I think they had some, you know, like rudimentary, some type of speaker. Gotcha. You know. But yeah. Very big. Um, I wasn't sure because if they did broadcast stuff, I was like, oh, maybe that's where that came from. Man, they do not do a good job of showcasing <laughs> shows. Go tell them. I'm very disappointed in them. Um, maybe that's a, a period of growth. That's a step of growth that they need. Don't give them like that, okay? Don't, no, they need to step it up. All right. Just um, tell them. Here is, our, this is, do you know a girl named Nikki Breyer? I don't know. I don't know, but is she from Pennsylvania? No. They, okay. Nikki Breyer. I'm not sure if I do. Just, <laughs> just restart that video. But that's their stage, and their light show is incredible. Um, Whoa! These guys are really intense. They, I have no idea why they don't have more videos. Look up. at that! They got like a gimbal or something. Oh, all the. This is awesome! Look at their lights. They're getting more lights. Yes. How? How are they getting more lights? They're just, oh, I mean, that's there's money, so like there's so much. Well, yeah, they're paying for them. <laughs> like, but the I'm like, how? Like, it's beautiful. Oh, it's gonna be insane. Like, I almost think it's gonna be a little overkill, but it's gonna be awesome though. I mean, like, it it's gonna be great. The, the, these guys are dedicated. Like overkill with their lighting, you mean? Yeah. Or just in general? Okay, because yeah. <laughs> they do have a lot going on. They're right getting now, more cool. line arrays too, like. These guys are the real deal, and um, I'd love for you to play there too. It'd be so fun. You, oh, ooh, is this a live video? Okay, this is a little bit, but Double Barrel Roadhouse. Um, Look at that video I th quality. I think you said six hundred would be like where you would feel comfortable to like if you sold six hundred, it fits it well, but it can go up to like eleven hundred, I think. That's awesome. Yeah, so. It's so if you like pack them in, so if there's like tables and stuff at 600 yeah, people, yeah, and then yeah, if yeah. it's like all just standing room. Yeah. But these dang. guys, these guys, I'm excited to play there. Um, we're also going to do some filming. So my idea, um, have you ever seen Hardy do his live? It was during COVID, but he did live um, shoots where he would just I do his album. I did. His album. Yeah. Um, it was really cool. It was all, all staged. Mm -hmm. Like he was on a, a, uh, a stage. Lights and everything were good to go. It was really cool to see. So I want to do that um, at Double Barrel. And um, 
Yeah, make a make a really, I don't know, good trip out of it. And yeah. Because I'm putting out an EP in February. What? So I want to like have some videos and stuff to go with it. That's awesome. Yeah. Are you recording it here or are you recording in Pennsylvania? I've had these songs. I recorded at Rock Mill up oh, in Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, but I've had these songs for like a year and a half. That's I've awesome. I've just been, you know, like, I don't know if you got to that point where you want to put something out, mm -hmm. but you're like, but like, all you know is all you know. So you feel like, I'm going to do this again. I'm going to get this result. And like, oh, maybe right. I get a little better result. But like, how can I, what am I doing wrong that I can keep, that I can get, you know, more traction with Different this? Different results, yeah. yeah. So, and I didn't know if I wanted to do singles or if I wanted to do an EP. It so is so hard. It is so hard. Because it is like, people release, it's like a singles world you know, kind of, but I think there is something that speaks to, to people when you're like, I have an EP coming out. Like, it's like, I don't know, it's special, That's you know, awesome. it's, yeah. it is special. And like, you could release like three singles off it and then save the two for the, like, who knows? But I, I know what you mean. And I think for me too, like releasing the, I mean, cause you put so much into it. Yeah. So then you're like, okay, I, I want this out there, but I also, want people to be able to hear it and then people to be able to relate to it and not just have it like out in the, you know, airspace. Yeah. And so I, I see where that you're reserved and that you're like, I want to make sure that I have that ready, but I don't think there's ever a point where we like feel ready to do anything either. You know? So I think it's cool that you have like February is, do you have a date or February is it set? 3rd. February 3rd. Awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Well, I have this uh, track do I, which is, it's stripped, it's piano, electric guitar, and acoustic, and that's it. And uh, it's a very slow, um, like, slow dance song. Cool. So I want to put that out for Valentine's Day. Oh, that's sweet. Have, like, the video. Great idea. Yeah, I've, I think it's a cute video idea. It'll kind of document Lauren and I's journey of learning how to dance. And then, the, and then like, at the end of the video or song, it'll show us, like, dancing on, like, That is so ballroom. cute. Or yeah. I'm thinking I could manipulate the lights for at double barrel to do it as well. Yeah. But that yeah. would be really cool. I thought it would be so cute. Yeah. yeah. I love that stuff. I don't know. Like, I, I think there's just such like a, like having the visual piece of the, and I think people really enjoy that too. Yeah. Like even if it's just something simple, it's like when people can like see it rather than just hear it, like, um, the Righteous Dollar Bill song that mm -hmm. was like the first single off of the yeah. album. Like I like people were like, oh, cool song, like, a couple, you know, and but then when I put the music video out, people were like, oh, like it, it just grabs the attention in different ways. Was that your uh, the party one? Um, the no, that was uh, by Good Cigarettes. Is yes, that yes, that's what it was. Yes. That was like that was so funny. Like literally, it was just like my family and friends, and like Caden. <laughs> it was like everyone just dressed up wild. I mean, that was fun. That was super fun. But yeah. no, this one, um, it was like so. Righteous Dollar Bill was about the whole process of writing the album, and like this song wasn't even like it wasn't even in existence yet. Whenever we started like the pre-production process for it, and so like this is where I got swayed, like all, like, like, well, what are you going to be? Are you going to be cute or are you going to pull, you can't be all these things. And so then this is where like 
the whole idea of like, okay, now my idea of the album has changed because this is what I want to speak on. Because I already had the songs written, but then I came up with the whole transparent thing. And um, so I went home, I was like super frustrated because I was like, I don't even like the music anymore. Like we were working on like all this stuff. Like I was like, I hate, like I came home and like legit was like almost in like a panic attack. Caden's like, you gotta go in and you gotta say, you gotta say this is not it. Like, and cause I was letting other people's opinions of what I should be take over. And there's a fine line between um, constructive criticism and taking that in like, you know, like I don't want to say like, oh, I'm not open. And I don't think I don't have anything to learn. Right. But I also need to know when I need to be true to my path. And so I went home that that night. I was freaking out. And then I was trying to sleep. And this song idea came in my head. And it was like, it, in in my mind. So the actual like, the visual that I had going on in my brain when I was writing it was like it was like the devil trying to be like, I'm gonna take this music i'm gonna make it what i want not what it's supposed to be sort of like and so the whole idea is like what would you do for the righteous dollar bill that could make everything come true and this is like all the things but it's like that's not worth it to me like it's it's not worth this facade that mm. we think you know it's like i am not going to change who i am just because because the line that that stuck in my head that the guy said was if you do it this way you're going to sell more records if you do it this way you're not and I'm like, um, sorry, like I've heard plenty of records on the radio that sound the way that I am feeling pulled to do this. Like, I don't necessarily think that's true. Like, you know, thank you. But I should I should have said that right off the bat. <laughs> but again, that comes back to making other people feel comfortable when you're feeling the uncomfortability. And just like it was the whole like thing. I'm like, this is so dumb. This is my music. And so Red Dollar Bill came from that. So the music video is like. I, come, I walk in, it's really simple. Like, it's just a simple background. Then I walk in and like, then my makeup gets all crazy and I look like not even like myself yes. anymore. Did you see it? Yes. Oh, thanks for watching. Yes. And then at the end, I'm just like, screw this, you know? And then, then I'm like, back to like who I am. And so that was, that, that, I learned a lot through that whole experience of recording. And so I, I didn't like when it was happening, but I, I do like that I found myself a little more. And I found who I want to be as an artist a little more Dude, through it. Absolutely. Yeah. That's such an yeah. awesome. But not, it's, a, it's a good thing to have now, to have that confidence. Yeah. And be like, this is how I, have, I want the song to go. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it is. It's so hard because it's like, you know, you can get swayed so easily. And so I think it's cool that you, you had these songs already recorded before you moved here. I think that's cool that you're going to release those because it's like, okay, this is, I'm not getting swayed by anybody. This is yeah. where I am. And then you grow, you know, naturally. But I think that's cool that you do have that. Thank you. Yeah. But it took me a while to be like, those songs were a journey too. Yeah. So like, well, hold on. I had a thing about what you said. I, I got to decide. Do I want to bring this up now? Um, well, how about this? I, I love that idea. I love the fact that your songs that mean a lot to you and your experiences are what you're putting out. Like oh, that, thanks. I feel like that, um, I feel like there's, you know, on the songwriting side, when you're an artist, do you put out the songs that kind of like, they sound good. They're like almost stereotypical ish. Mm -hmm. Like, do you put out those songs? Or do you try and build your own legacy on what means to you and like your yeah. story? And you can do both at the same time and whatever, but mm -hmm. you know, your songs are very like, 
uh, I don't want to say natural, but I, like they're the truth, you know? They're like well, Zach Bryan. Um, like the people say Tyler Childersy, but like, you know, they're more, they're more what I think people are appreciating now. Oh, well, thanks like, for think, saying it. Yeah. I, I think throughout you, I, I mean, take a small, small town girl, go nowhere, go nowhere. Yes. Or, you know, any of the, those like, Terry like Joe raw Fox type songs. Yeah. Where they're like very sentimental. Like people are appreciating those more now than in the past decade or two, I think. Yeah. So it's, it's. I think it, they're going to kill it. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate yeah. that. I really do. Like, because it's easy to be like, I don't know. Did I make the right decision? Did I not? Especially when it's like you look at streams and you're like, maybe <laughs> you know, it's just you can you can yeah. measure your success based on numbers all day. So oh, I appreciate you saying that. Absolutely. For you to go attack like what you want or to know to go through that transformation. I heard somebody say it. I can't remember what it was, but it was during a, a write. Um, it was about co-writing, mm. okay? And you know, like, sometimes when you're writing, there's that awkward moment where, like, you're like, oh, you had a different vision for this song than what I did. Uh-huh. And you're like, you're like, okay, well, well this is weird. Where do we go from here? Right. Like, how do we decide who's going to take turns? Or, like, who, what's where we're going to go? And this guy's like, you know, you have to decide is – I'm paraphrasing here. You have to decide, is this right for you? Because if it's for you, like if this is a song you want to cut and you know it, you have to be like, no, like I'm interested in making yeah. this my song. So I want it to go this way or like, okay, you know, well, why don't we write it from this perspective? Just ne if neither of you want, wanted to cut it, be like, who would we write this song for? Yeah. Okay. Know your, know who, who's going to be singing it. Right. Yes, right. exactly. And I was like, that's awesome. I'm yeah. going to use that. Well, that it's it is so true because then, so say you're thinking in your heart, you're like, "Ooh, I I'm interested in writing this the way, or I'm I'm interested in cutting this yeah. the way that this is feeling right to me." And then it gets, you're not gonna cut it, yeah, the song, and then you're gonna feel like it's a waste, and then you're gonna be like, "Dang it, that idea felt so good for me, and that's what I needed to say." And then you're gonna be like kicking yourself because you're like, "Dang it." You know, and now I'm not going to yes. cut it. Now the song, I mean, maybe it would be good for somebody else. Who knows? But but that song that, that felt good for you it yeah, doesn't you exist. You thought it was a good idea for you. And you're like, mm -hmm. I'm excited to like sit down and write and see what comes up. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah. well, you look at it and you're like, well, I'll think of another idea, I guess. It is interesting with co-writing. Yeah, it's like finding your voice in the room, too, and like giving enough room for like, other people have their voice too. It's like, I don't know. It's just such a different dynamic. And I was just talking to somebody about this too. So like, it's, it's interesting, like finding friends in Nashville, at least like I've found, like, I, I guess what I should say is like, she said to me, finding friends is interesting because in Nashville, it's like, okay, are we co-writers? Are we like friends that, that hang out outside of writing or like, are we just friends that don't write together at all? Or like, what, like, what are we like? Are we friends that play rounds together? Like there's so many like yes. ways. Okay. Like what, what are we? So it's like, she's like, it's like dating, but it's worse because there's so many other avenues that you can be, you know? And oh, I'm like, man. that's a great she way to say it. it. Yeah. Yeah. hundred yeah, percent. Oh my gosh. That's so true. It's like, what are, are we, are we friends? Are we like, are we this? <laughs> it's interesting co-writing in that world. That way. I, the, I think, like, I don't know, 
old brain me, sorry, mm-hmm. I was like closing my eyes. Like, anyway, I think old brain me would say, oh, okay, yeah, you definitely have to, you should box him. Like, be like, oh, this is how, and be like, not creating weirdness. Uh-huh. But I think new brain me would be like, just call him friend. Like, this is my friend. Yeah. Right? This is this is my boy. This is yeah. my girl. All right. Yeah. I don't know. And that's like that growth too in yeah. seven months. I'm excited to see like we got to sit down in like another seven months, another year, yeah. and then be like, okay, remember that conversation? Like now, where are we? Because I think it's like always like, you know, just like I was saying, like one day you're like, oh, gotta figure it out, and then it's just always we're always gonna grow, and I just like wonder where that growth will continue. Isn't it wild? Yeah. It's crazy to think about. So Cause, cool. Because I, I love it. I mean, I think we all do, but it's... Oh, yeah. It's so, it's, like, we're talking about, like, the challenge of it. Like, there's so many rewarding parts of it. And it's, yeah, like, yeah. it's, like, nothing. And I feel really blessed that I can do this as, like, my gig. You know, it's, like, this is what I'm doing. This uh, is, like, the ultimate addiction, though, right? Mm-hmm. Because what, what, you just chase that, <laughs> that dopamine, that good yeah. feeling. And it's, like, no matter how many times that you just get, like, you know, no, no, or like whatever mm-hmm. the process you have to go through. When you finally get that new high, that mm-hmm. new like attention, you're like, oh, yeah, this is this yeah. is what I want it. This is it, yes. and that's what like I love the saying like you can get so many no's, like you're gonna get like hundreds of no's. I mean, maybe not everyone, maybe, <laughs> maybe, but like you're gonna get so many no's, and only it takes it only takes one oh, yes, yes. Oh. and so it's like okay. Yeah, I'll just wait for that. And my mom, she uses the expression. She's like, you just keep casting lines. She's like, you're like fishing. She's oh, like, you just man. got like, just, just put lines in, seeing what's going to catch. And like, okay, if that one doesn't, what, that's fine. Like, you're not, you're not focusing just on that. Like, you're just keep casting lines. Don't, you know, don't worry about what it's doing. Just keep throwing things out there. And so I, I always think of that. I'm like, I'm just casting lines. Like, when you think of it like that and take out like the emotional piece of like rejection and all that stuff and like I'm not good enough or whatever, it's like, okay, yeah, we're just tech casting lines, seeing what seeing what catches. Isn't that true though? Yeah. My mom's a wise woman. Yeah. It, it sounds like it. <laughs> she is. She is. She's awesome. I mean, first your parents with your uh, tattoo. Yeah, that yeah. was yeah, hundred yeah. percent. That's right. That's where we started. <laughs> I think I it's so true though. You just gotta Keep grinding. Yeah. And uh, E.T., I love him. What, I'm going to listen. Is there like a specific YouTube channel, really? Okay. Um, I'll be honest. His podcasts aren't that great. Uh, but <laughs> Tell him. It's because, you know, you can. it's like if you had to listen to like a sermon for 24 hours. You know? Oh, right. You're right. like, dude, I You need a it. little bit of a break. Yeah, give me that Give me that juice, like 10 Nugget. minutes yeah. or so. Like for three hours, it's like. Right. Yeah, you need a you need a nugget that yeah. you can take throughout your day, right? Yeah, he but he's always like, hey, one of his speeches was like, I'm so excited when they say no to me because I know I'm one no closer to yes. Oh, I love that. Like, right, and you're like, that's a nugget that was worth a three hour what? listen right there. Yeah. Boom! <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, so awesome. oh, I love that. I'm excited when they say no because I'm one step closer to yes. That's so cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, speaking of uh, podcasts that are good, um, do you ever listen to Jay Shetty? It's like we've been talking about mental game like this whole yeah. like time and like that he so he was a monk, mm. like 
for three years, I think it was. And so then he left that, and now he just shares, like, all the information that he learned from that. But, like, how to, like, implement that in, like, your daily life. And, like, as, like, a not a monk, (laughs) you know? But, man, I'm like, I I really like that one. That's a good one if you just need, like, nuggets. And then he he interviews other people who are kind of in the mental health world or had cool journeys. So that's, like, another one. Like, if you like documentaries, that's a cool one to listen to. Um, just cause like he has such a different perspective on life yeah. being a monk. Like it's kind of crazy, but that, that was a cool one too. That gives you good nuggets quicker than three hours. Yeah. Well, he puts out, so ET puts out like 10 minute videos every Monday. He used oh, to call okay. It, um, he used to call it, thank God it's Monday. And then it's just now nothing really, but it's, he puts it out Yeah. So 10 minutes, but he has the podcast. So don't. Yeah, so don't get too worried. They're not all three hours. Oh, that's so, good. Yeah. No, they're like every Monday, it's like 10 minutes, seven, 10 minutes, and they're like little pumps. You're like, Yeah. It's Monday. Yeah. Let's go. He's awesome. That's so cool. I'll yeah. have to listen to that on and the way being home. a monk would be kind of wild. Yeah. Yeah. I also heard there's this thing, and I, I can't remember the name, but you spend 10 days in like meditation. And you go like oh, we we just did this. Um, it was an interview on YouTube uh, with this lady who does tiny house tours. Oh, that's awesome! It was so fun. And so this the guy he literally does van life. That's what he did. The the guy who filmed it. And so he stayed over just like on our property like the yeah. day before he filmed, and we got to talk to him. And he had just done. I thought I almost thought of the name. Nope, I didn't. Uh, look it up. <laughs> but it's like ten days of meditation, like of. I think it's I think it's 10 hours or 10 days of a day of meditation and he said he has never experienced that much growth and so like I'm like oh that's so interesting but you go to this place and it's people teaching you you don't just like go and sit like yeah. there's like lessons of like how how to do how to do it you know but he said he's like I have not grown so much in that short amount of time you're not allowed to talk to anybody else because like Someone might have had like a really great meditation where they felt whatever. And then they said like, then you talk to them and they're like, this was amazing. It's such a good time. And you're like, I felt nothing. I felt like I thought the whole time. So then you compare. And so they don't want that. So he said, you don't, you don't talk to anybody. But so I was like, what would a monk feel like? Like three years mm. of that. Like, geez, like how much growth that would be. I mean, then you become Jay Shetty, I guess. But like, you know, it's, it's super cool. Like the meditation world, something that I've really dove into. So I guess, you know, with the, the mental mindset game growth that I said I had from the beginning, meditation has been a big part of that. And just like having that time in the morning of like devotional and meditation. And I can tell when I like jump off that train and like, I went through like two, two months probably. I was like, I'm doing really great. And so then I stop. Yeah. And then I'm like, why do I feel anxious all the time again? Oh, my gosh. And like, and I'm like, oh, and well, Caden pointed out to me. He kept me in check. He's like, Olivia, I don't, I haven't seen you go up to your spot. Like, I haven't seen you do that. And I was like, "Mm, you're right. I haven't. That's why you haven't seen me because I haven't done it. (laughs) And so, so yeah, meditation has been super cool. Oh, man. Yeah. So do you do uh, 432 or 528 hertz? Oh my gosh. Um, five twenty Caden listens to that when he's gone. I'll do I'll listen to like these sleep stories sometimes oh, yeah. on like this calm app. 
But we do that when he's home because we share Spotify, so we both can't have it. Yeah. <laughs> so he listens to that when he's gone. But we love that. Yeah. We just have we have it on at night. We haven't we don't have it on during the day. But while I'm meditating, I just I just have nothing. I'm super auditory like like I can't focus on I was just at this bar and they had karaoke and then they had a jukebox and I could hear both and then my friend was trying to talk to me. I was like, girl, I Wait, can't they had a jukebox I was playing. <laughs> karaoke going? What? Uh uh-huh. and the karaoke was like at like I people have fun and that's great, but it was out of tune. And so I'm thinking oh, no. like I was so I was like and then she's having this deep conversation with oh, me no. and I'm like focus 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 and then I had a thought come and I'm like trying to remember the thought but then I wasn't oh, it was no. so bad but I'm super auditory so like I don't do anything like I don't listen to anything while I'm meditating but I sometimes will do guided meditations like if the squirrels are going crazy and I can't like calm it down I'm like need some guidance so then I do Boho Beautiful. She has she's on YouTube and she okay. does great meditations. I really like her. I like her voice too. You gotta find the right voice. That's true. Yeah, there's I remember my first time meditating is actually when I played hockey in Lancaster and we had this mental uh just mental we call it like mental fitness coach or whatever. Oh, that's and, cool. <laughs> yeah. He he was really cool. And he showed us this it was called the lily pond it was like a 10 minute little guided thing and it was very cool um and i was like this is awesome like you know everybody you're just to yourself you're thinking and i yeah i got hooked on that that's cool. cool yeah like, well that's nice probably voice. it's probably great to do before like a game like that or before a practice like practice yeah. i mean that's what like running like so like i did track and cross country and so my coach was like, it's literally 90% mental, 10% physical. And it's so true. And I was like, okay, like I was on varsity, but I wasn't one of the top runners, like up until the, the last, um, like race. No, it was, it was district. So it wasn't the last race. It was second last, but like, I was, I was like going through another, you know, boy thing. I was mad. I was like, ah, just screw this. And, and I remember the moment that it clicked for me about the like, like, like abandonment, like of all your like, oh no, I'm going to be tired. I shouldn't start now. Like the mental piece of it clicked. And I will always remember that moment. And I was like, I PR'd by like seconds. Like, I think it was like five seconds. And then from there on, it was 800. So it was like, she always said, go at the three till you have, you know, 300 meters left. And then always go there. Cause people only go at the two. And I was always scared. And I was like, no, like I'm going to, I'm going to run out of gas. If I start kicking now, I'm not going to make it. And so then that day I was like, screw it. I was like, screw it. So that I freaking went. And I was like, I found a piece of me that I had never found this strength, but I feel like that's kind of how it is in meditation. Like in a totally not physical way, but kind of, because it's so easy to just be like, I don't want to do this. Like I can't focus. I can't do this. But then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I'm in it. Like, mm. but then, but then when you're like, oh, I'm in it. Yeah, I'm in it. And then you kind of get out of it, <laughs> but then you, you flow back in and it's just this, like, I don't know. It, that's, it reminds me of that moment that I remember like this clicked and it wasn't, and that's kind of this whole thing of like life we were saying about not going against the current and just flowing with like it, it all it is. But, but it's super cool when it comes back to it, that for hockey too, I'm sure it was very mental. I mean, you have a lot of things that you're focusing on and so like I can see meditation. That's genius that yeah. they even implemented that. Well, yeah, we were. I mean, 
I was 16 or something with it. And then, you know, as kid, as when you're young, you don't think to appreciate those things or like why you would even need it. Um, mm-hmm. But for some reason, I latched onto it, and I, I really want, I really love the mental health side of the game, which made me want to know about me, about cool. myself. And so, like, you know, you read a bunch of books, and it's, it's very interesting. But like, the meditation yeah. side is always cool. It, I don't do it enough. Um, I really should, but yeah, I just all, I've always appreciated that. Yeah, it's super cool. Like, that's what when I started doing like the daily thing. And then when I got off the train, I was like, oh. So like I then I really noticed the difference, though. I think it was kind of like a, a good acknowledgement moment that like, oh, that was really helping me. And like, because I always like now looking back when I know what anxiety is, I'm like, oh, I have always had that. I've always, you know, but I didn't recognize it as yeah. that. I was like, yes. oh, oh, dude, yeah. oh, I get it. That that is that's how I felt that way. And that, so now looking back, I'm like, hmm, that's always something I've struggled with. But. I've noticed when, like, I do take that time and, like, you know, whatever that would be. Like, even if I only have, like, five minutes or, like, ten yeah. minutes, it's, like, okay, I take that time in the morning to just be with myself and have that, like, quietness, and then I can go throughout my day. But when I don't do that, I'm, like, ooh. You know, even when I do do that, like, not going to lie. Like, I still – but then I can find my center and my breath easier. Yeah. You know? And, like, it's not like, oh, I meditate and then I'm never anxious. Like, that's not true. It's just then I can find myself quicker and not get lost in it. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. I just had something. What are you saying? Oh, it just escaped me. Oh, was it about meditating? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Ah, shoot. Anyway. It's okay. It'll probably come back to you. Yeah. But the subconscious mind is super interesting. Oh. You said you were reading some books. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, is that what no. it was about? or what was No, it? but yes. I mean, those types, yeah. They're all very crazy. So the subconscious mind is, I don't know. It's nuts, man. It's like always running the show. Like, unless you catch it and realize that. So there's a, a book that really, it was the same mental fitness coach he he told us to read James Allen, As a Man Thinketh. It's oh. like 30 pages. I read it. It was during training camp, and I read it during training camp. I was like, this is awesome. It's so cool. Like, it was a 16, you know, you don't have this type of, this, like, you. they don't give you these books, you know? Mm-mm. You have to, like, know to search for them. And, like, yeah. you don't really know to search for these or, or that you like these. This yeah. This is what he said. Basically, what he, he was saying, and long short of it, is that um, your whatever you think is what your subconscious mind will eventually brew into existence. That's you know? so cool. And mm-hmm. so he always used this expression, like you know, a seed then to a flower. Like anything you tell your mind is what it's gonna do, because it's That's so cool. It, it and at sixteen, I was like, this makes sense. Yes, this that's awesome sense. that you like yes. took that in. You I, could have easily been like, yeah, whatever. Stupid. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like no, shrugged it off. It was crazy, and it's crazy how much it's part of the culture now. I think, you know, mm-hmm. with vibrations and people being in tune and yeah, be with. I don't know that. Yeah, it's like what you think is what you say. What you say, you become. It's like that sort of like. That's oh, a saying yeah. I heard a while ago. Yeah. But it's like, ooh, that is true. Yeah. Like, 
Like if you're constantly like, ah, oh, I'm so stupid, like in your mind, like oh, I shouldn't have said that. And then you start saying that to like, or, or you're in conversation and be like, I'm so stupid. Then you say it out loud and then your brain hears that. And it's like, you're right. We fr- we're freaking stupid. Like, what are we doing? And then that's like, then that just sinks in you. Then your mm-hmm. confidence is low. Then you're not going to do the things mm-hmm. that you were, you know, mm-hmm. on purpose for before. And it's like, I don't know. It's just, it's super, super crazy. Or like, I'm not good enough. Like, that's a big one. I'm reading this right. book right now, literally called Enough by like, is it Sharon James? That's not her name. It was something, but it's called Enough. But it says about like, and it's it's more faith-based, but it's, it's really interesting because it's like the lies of like the enemy and the lies of like, you know, wh- whatever you want to call it, whatever that is to you, the devil like tries to get in. It's mm-hmm. like, you're not enough. You're not this, you're not that, but it sounds like yourself. You know, it sounds like who you are and but that again that's a seed and then it holds you back from being who you're supposed to be and it's i love that book though like i would 100 percent recommend it it's It's really awakening like makes you think of like oh catching your thoughts before they become your reality it's so tough sometimes too because you let things leach in and you're like oh Mm -hmm. man it's very important yeah all right live this was so awesome yeah. I'm like, I don't even know what time it is. We, it's 317. So <laughs> They're really. So oh my gosh. Now, I, I That's awesome. Okay. okay. What is living the dream to you? Oh, I love that. I'm keeping my eyes closed. I don't know why, but it feels right. It feels right. Living the dream to me is being able to live my life like on purpose. Living the dream to me. Like my one side of my brain says, playing at the Grand Ole Opry. Like that's living the dream. But just like we had in this whole conversation, like living the dream to me is doing what I was like born to do. Like doing what I'm supposed to be doing, making a difference. Because I'm recognizing that even if my dream comes to fruition, what I think is my dream, if it's not helping someone, and if it's not of service to making the world a better place, like, what is it then? So I guess that's living the dream in the sense of, like, letting go of my ego. Like, you know, I guess that's a weird answer, but that's what kind of came out. It was beautiful. Okay. Was awesome. <laughs> okay. That was I don't know. Living your life on purpose. I, I like that. I like that. Yeah. All right. Olivia Fairball from... Do you say Hershey, where you're from? Or? Well, I say, well, I'm from Palmyra. Palmyra, that's right. But yeah. I say, like, a town next to Hershey because yeah. no one knows my, but oh, everyone okay. eat, has eaten Hershey's chocolate unless you're lactose, sorry. But most people have even eaten then, Hershey's chocolate. Even then, even then people, even, even then people. Yeah. yeah, so I say Palmyra, but close to Hershey. Um, yeah, I don't know. Usually for a sign off, I just say, love you, bye. Love you, bye. That's it. So, uh, thanks for listening. If you're listening, Olivia, thanks for being here. It was awesome. Thank you for having me. Glad we connected uh, since we've been down. I know it's awesome. And we gotta. Is that Gigi? Oh, he's just chilling. Yeah, but I'd love to go out with you and Caden whenever he's back. So awesome. Or whatever we're doing um, later. 
like yeah. today. I don't know if you're busy, busy. Well, he's actually it. still he's actually still in Kentucky now. Yeah. Well, I met you. Bummer. You oh, thank you. Thanks. Yeah. I'm actually I'll have to tell you about my music video that I'm making okay. for. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I have a little bit of time before. I just it's kind of like what yeah. what happened with Lauren. We're like I could put it off with work. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. like I can put it off, but like, I probably should do it, <laughs> but yeah, but I love, like, this is so nice. Yeah. This has been awesome. Thank and like, seriously Thank though, like Kate and I would love to hang out with you guys. Like when he's back too, like oh, we'll go out and it's, it's done grab deal. something to eat. Yeah. yeah it's something. Done deal. Whenever you guys. That'd be so cool. Yeah. We'll make it, we'll make it happen. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Well, thank you. Thanks everybody for listening. Yep. <laughs> love you. Bye.